today on the program. Look what you've done to my sheets! It's the crow! Welcome to the Rewatch Party, guys. Welcome back. Been a whole week. A it's been whole a, yeah, week. It's been a week. Exactly it's been a, it's a been week. been a week. Exactly. Been what a week it's been. Uh, welcome to the it's Rewatch Party, listeners. Okay. okay. God, dread the sun, sit you in green. Two days <laughs> So Nick has to sing. If you start singing that, I know. I'm like Carmen with comes to the <laughs> Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick. He's got to finish it. Yep. Watch next files with the lights on. Don't be on. But smoking hands on this one. Here's four. We'll be back in a second when he's finished. He's satisfied. Like Sabi want to make films. Kill them, make films. What do they do? They have the same right. All right. And as we get sued by the Bare Naked Ladies. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I'm Woo! your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the bye to my ling, Lois and Brandon. Guess it's not a good day to be a bad guy, huh, Skank? <laughs> it was funny because I know the character's name, Skank, but also that could be referring to Bai Ling because she is a skank. Ah, it's a, perfect. Yeah, it works out. Perfect. And we'll use it in... Oh, there's no, there's definitely no way that comes back. <laughs> Uh, today we are talking about The Crow from 1994, ah! Ah! directed by Alex Proyas. I, I probably rolled his R when he shouldn't be R'd. Why'd you look at Brandon when you said yeah. that? Like he's going because like, he's, he's scrolling on his phone. I was like, oh, is he got? He, he might have the pronunciation lined yeah, up for might, you. I, I he's our fact checker, man. I think it's funnier when you don't know. The guy, the, so this guy did a bunch of music videos, music specials, documentaries. He basically was like everything you saw on MTV type of guy. And this was his first feature film. First, yes. Oh, okay. So this is his first movie. This is did the first time he did you do anything was, good after this? Uh, after this, he did I Robot. That's and, a really good movie. And then he did Knowing that weird Nicolas Cage movie where he can see like ten seconds in the future. Or it's weird that I I don't know anything about Knowing. You have no knowing. I have no knowledge of Knowing. <laughs> uh, I am aware of it, but I have not seen it. So you do know somewhat. I have about slight knowing. knowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he was basically a music video guy, which I guess kind of makes sense. Because the soundtrack was a big thing for this. Uh, there's a Stone Temple Pilot song that's featured in this. I think was written for the movie. Did make it onto one of their albums. And uh, The Cure, the ultimate in all fucking goth emo bands, wrote a song specifically for this movie that never made it onto an album either. So, really? Uh, and there are moments like there's the unnecessary guitar solos on the rooftop. But there's a lot of this that definitely feels very music video, like 90s music video, like those Guns N' Roses ones, like November Rain, where it's all like a, this dramatic mini-movie feel anyway. That kind of thing. This movie has a lot of vibe of that. So it makes sense, I guess, that Alex Proyas was a music video guy that did this. So it's based on a comic book. This is a comic book movie. Yep. I was waiting for it. Yeah, I was waiting <laughs> for it. Uh, comic book written by James O'Barr. Okay. And James O'Barr, 
sort of like how the the story of this woman getting murdered and nobody doing anything spawned Boondock Saints. Uh, he was he like read a story of someone like avenging an attack, like this this personal vigilante story thing, and he took that and turned it into the story of how you can come back from the dead to avenge your death or your unjust death or whatever. Um, and he wrote a series of them, which is why there, I think, are three, maybe four of these Crow movies. And it's not always Eric Draven. It's a different character each time because it's... Do they all paint their face the same? Yes. <laughs> it's like yes, a prerequisite for yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta you gotta look like a you gotta look like a what is it a gigolo or what is the fucking ICP thing <laughs> where you paint your face? But why is it yeah. a crow? That that's clearly like a raven. It definitely is a raven. The bird used in the movie is a raven because it has a more majestic beak and more of a picturesque look than a crow. And he also even cro- quotes the Raven at one point that's in the movie. Saying. His last name has got the word Raven in it. You got Raven. Why didn't they it, call this the Raven? They should have. But the crow, I guess, is more of a dark... It's like the black cat of birds, I guess, has more of a dark superstition around it or whatever. Um, you so know, in the it comic was, book... It was it, trendy to like be all... Like, I'm Edgar Allan Poe, yeah. you know? Like, I'm real... Like I'm real into his work, you know. I'm really into death. death and so is people so thought cool. maybe that was pretentious. So like Emily we Dickinson, this really yeah. was yeah. written about a raven, a, you know, being that creature that takes your soul to the afterworld or whatever. Or, I mean, I haven't ever seen the comic book, so I don't know what the bird looked like in the comics. I just know that was the comic called the crow. Yes, yes. So I wonder if they they used a raven. They couldn't call it the raven because they uh, used uh, it's been taken. No, they they just they put a raven in the movie. It was changed at the movie stage because it was maybe uh, it was more trainable and had more of a cinematic look to it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's so. kind of copping out, you know. Jeez, you couldn't but, train some crows. But honestly, how many people are going to go? That's a raven, not a crow. Like, not, right not, many, was, not many fucking I people. I was one of those. Well, well of like, course you are. That's... You're the fact checker, Brandon. Of course you did. Fair enough. Anyway, so I didn't know. I was like, "That's clearly not a crow." That's crows got pointy beaks. That definitely, are like even, yeah, it doesn't like, have that nice curved beak. They're more but, murder looking. But I don't think you can train them as well because this was a very well trained. Right? There's some great bird acting in this movie. I mean, there's some bad CGI birds like mm-hmm. Clash of the Titans, but there's some good legit bird acting. Yeah, I I, I was convinced it was. It was an actual, a, genuine bird movie. This bird legitimately wanted to help Brandon Lee do stuff. I felt he <laughs> he had a personal desire to do this. Um, so the screenplay was by David J. Schau. Schau. Uh, he's a weird German guy. He gets the Defoe treatment. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. But uh, like I looked at his IMDb page and then was like, well, this dude's fucking weird and looked into him a bit personally. And the more I looked into him, the more, yeah, he's definitely fucking weird. So I stopped. But <laughs> uh, he worked on Critters 3. He did the Texas Chainsaw prequel, like Texas Chainsaw, the beginning or whatever that came out in like the mid 2000s. Um, but he has a cameo. He's one of the guys during the big boardroom shootout. But he also acted as a foot double for T Bird. A foot double? Yeah. All right. Like like a hand model? Essentially. So when you see T Bird, I think I'm guessing it's when he's in the car at his demise. Mm-hmm. It's not actually his feet. Whenever you <laughs> whenever you see T Bird's feet at point, some point his. in this movie, it's not his. It's the screenplay writer. Um so 
uh, now also was written by John Shirley. Now, our boy here, John Shirley, has written for goddamn near every cartoon of our generation. He wrote for the Ninja Turtles. He wrote for the real Ghostbusters, that shitty Ghostbuster cartoon. He wrote for the RoboCop cartoon. Hmm. He wrote for Batman Beyond. Uh, he then also wrote for Red Shoe Diaries, which seems like a weird departure for a guy who writes for a bunch of kids' cartoons to go for softcore porn, but you do what I could do. And then something called Twists of Terror, which seems okay. creepy. And then he ices the cake. The icing on the John Shirley cake is he helped write The Specialist, starring who? Who? Sly Stallone. Hey, That's my right. man. Hey, thanks for mentioning uh, me again, uh, Mr. Ryder. It's great to see you again be on the show once again. It's been a pleasure. You guys do great me. I've just been sitting back in the corner waiting for you to bring up my name so I can jump on the mic. We got two slides today. That's right. Got a slide. There's Arnold. We brought Arnold over. Hey, guys. We got Arnold over here. We got both of the slide guys. If you remember from your Cobra episode, we had to bear the slide guys. It'll be from, we was also in commando a bit too just for a sly little bit you you never know what we're gonna work out just a sly little bit (laughs) we we sly like that you know sly like that you know uh you know kyle dunnigan when he does his sly stallone he's really good he always uh does like the sniffing up oh yeah is what i do which i would imagine would be more of a frank thing i think sly was just a steroid and then vegetables type of guy Hey, I'm I, super healthy because all I do is eat. I cut pizza and triangles. I I eat burnt toast and uh, vegetables, but also you know you know some HGH, a little bit of steroids. <laughs> 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 all right, so we get a quick Brandon Lee name and then the title card. I got to put his name up since I mean, let's get it out of the way. He died during the making of this and, movie. Uh, this last movie. Wasn't that in that Bruce Lee's kid? Yes, it is. It, weirdly <laughs> enough, I think I think we've talked about that before. His middle name is Bruce, so he's Bruce Lee as he's well. He's Brandon Bruce Lee. That's right, Brandon Bruce Lee. So we get no production company logo. We get nothing, nothing. Just Brandon Lee, the Crow, and then movie. So Paramount started work, Paramount Studios, but after Brandon Lee was murdered. They shelved it and like, okay, that well, not not accidentally not, murdered, not, not following. Follow, yes, how much of the filming manslaughter had they, had they finished? Uh, I think about like seventy percent okay. or so. I mean, a good chunk. Um, so then they they shelved it, called it incomplete. Entertainment Media Investment Corporation <laughs> was created. A a whole corporation was made. Solely for the purpose of getting this movie and using CGI to finish it and releasing it. Hmm. Never let a good crisis go to waste. <laughs> I guess. Do you know which scene it was that actually yes. that, that the, the scene? Him? The scene that he was shot during is not in the movie. Oh, it didn't even make. They re not. they completely reworked that Bummer. that whole scene. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to end like eight days, so it was like uh, eight days left in the whole shooting. Not like, pardon the pun, but I mean the, the shooting of the film. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, the, the thing, like, so during the flashbacks where he comes home and they're attacking Shelly, mm-hmm. he is supposed to be carrying all these groceries and he gets shot through the grocery bag where the squib was. But the, 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 the blank actually had powder in it and so... It, like, there was an obstruction in the barrel. Yeah, the, uh, the actual looked- arms master, as opposed to the prop, the arms master had left early, so the prop master just like 
What? Blank checked the gun because the arms master had taken off and so got something lodged in the barrel. Oh, so it wasn't even a bullet that shot him. It was no. something that... Yes. Because ah. blanks have doubled the powder. Yeah, to make for the, a bigger to boom. Compensate for the noise. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that anything that gets in there, even like the cardboard that they put behind the, the blank, like that can even... Most of the time will burn up and turn into ash before it gets anywhere. But even something like like cotton or there had been a, a close up sh- pretty good a close yeah. up Ow. shot yeah. of the character Fun Boy is the one who who fired it, uh, but it was a close up of the bullet in the gun as he like spun it into place. So it was a bull at least had the 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 pin still in the back the casing you know mm-hmm. so it looked like a live round. And then yeah, something between the prop master dealing with it because. The arms master of the movie, the guy that was supposed to do everything handling any kind of weapon had left, got something lodged in the barrel. So when they shot the blank, a projectile was in the barrel and went through the grocery bags and killed Brandon. And so then they changed it to, as you see in the movie, where they like hold him up and you see him from behind, of course, because it's not him. And and just like give him two in the chest and then throw him out the window. So they completely changed how he died. Uh, They did process the footage and use it in court as evidence. Oh. Um, ruled an accident and Michael Massey, the actor that plays Sun Boy that fired it and did actually shoot him like killed him. I think no, he did not kill himself, but he took like a fucking fifteen year sabbatical from damn near anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like he he took a long time to deal with what happened. Did you know? anything You're come like, to the the you, arms master guy? I mean, I have seems, no. Idea. You would that think that was his responsibility. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You like, show this video in court of him shooting him. You like clearly you see your honor. He did not like this fellow. Yeah. and shot him <laughs> right in the chest. Uh, he was he was trying to rape his fiance. It was God a whole. Uh, obviously, this is a bad dude. This is. But did he deserve to die? I don't think so. Therefore. We we want all the money in the world, <laughs> Your Honor. We need to form the Entertainment Media Incorporated Court, whatever the fuck. It How will, much no. money will that get me? Yes, we'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they 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 had to do a lot of stuff to finish it when they when they bought it back. And poor Michael Massey was never never the same again after. Like, dude, I was just fucking filming a scene. I had no idea. Yeah, dude. Imagine right, how the, you feel. The, the arms masters who should have come pardon the pun under fire for this because I'm not going to forgive that pun. That's that's in bad taste, sir. That's a perfect pun, but it's, it's totally pun. his, his job. Like if you're dealing with firearms of any kind, like you have to understand the responsibility that I comes hope he got with, fired. Oh, look at you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he likes that one. And we're back. All right. So what kind of comedy you get here. at the rewatch party. <laughs> Please donate. No, so the movie actually opens with the darkest red fucking filter that's ever been put on film. Like they've red filtered the fuck out of this opening scene. I don't scene. know, man. Cobra was pretty red. Cobra was pretty red. That badass dude on the motorcycle that wasn't sly for some reason. Yeah, I, but this I, like I wanted to be in it. They wanted to make it look like the whole city was under fire, which is a theme for the movie, and they definitely did. Like it was just the darkest red, and. Um, so we get words along the bottom that say October 30th, Devil's Night. Devil's Night. Devil's Night. And then this week on Devil's Night. This week on Devil's Night. The devil stops by for a cup of coffee and just chats for a little bit, you know. What kind of cookie does he <laughs> pick? 
Find well, out. honestly, uh, Devil's Food Cakes, uh, not really my jam. Not really. I don't really. It's a misnomer. I'm into Devil's Food. Now he's not, actually, because it's not enough sugar. Like, it's some fake shit. Like, give me the real shit. I want the thin mints. Thin mints, huh, Satan? Is that what you're into? Yeah, you put them in the freezer for a bit, and then they're extra delicious. Oh, I thought that would kind of extra burn you, you know, because it'd be extra cold for you guys. I like the pain. Oh, no, that makes sense. You, Satan. Satan, yeah. everybody on the, on the program. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Pro tip. Keep your thin mints in the freezer. <laughs> Thank you, so, Satan. <laughs> so... Uh, we do see actual fires, sirens wailing, just whole city under turmoil, opening vibe to our movie here. And we get a voiceover by a girl, like a, a girl's voice. We just hear, people once believed that when someone dies, a crow carries their soul to the land of the dead. But sometimes, something so bad happens that a terrible sadness is carried with it and the soul can't rest. Then sometimes, just sometimes... The crow can bring the soul back to put the wrong things right. Nice. And now we get our plot of our movie right there. Goddamn opening narrations are so helpful, aren't they, for fucking exposition? Now, during that speech, we've been flying around through the city. Almost like we're uh, a bird of some kind, Ah, maybe. Who knows? ah, Maybe like a raven? Maybe like a raven that's supposed to be a crow, but, you know... It, it's just like, you know, all, all, all blackbirds look the same to me. Yeah. Singing in the dead of the night. Movies movies fucking racist. Taking broken wings and learning how to fly. It, is, is, Did they do that? Is Paul McCartney the, writing about oh the crow? Oh, my God. The, the guy who made up this comic really loved the White Album. That's what it is. Singing in that's the dead of the is. night. That's him doing it's guitar solos the night, on bro. the phone. I'm telling you. It's about Brandon Take Lee. Take these broken wings learn to fly because you heal immediately? Yes. All your yes. life? Yes. Even though you're dead? Yes. Oh, my God. It makes so much sense. <laughs> We've discovered something Take here. these broken eyes and learn to see because Bai Ling is obsessed Let me with look eyes. This up. Let me look She's this obsessed up here. with They're cutting people's eyes out in this movie. Dude, it totally makes sense. Wait a minute here. <laughs> This is Wikipedia. Paul McCartney wrote that long before this movie or even the comic book came out. So the comic book guy ripped off Paul McCartney? Yes. 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 Back on track. Yes. Got it? Yes. (laughs) Nailed it. Um, It's a little doff of the cow. Oh, dude. The whole Crow franchise is a doff to the White Album, dude. (laughs) Dude, If you listen to it backwards. If you listen to it backwards, you can hear Paul going... Make a comic book out of this. Make a comic book out of this. <laughs> Nailed it, dude. Uh, all right, so we're flying through the city, and we come on this awesome, like, circular window up on the top floor of this building. It's fucking cool. They've got, like, the loft apartment, and this giant... It's like, if you took the fucking clock face from Back to the Future, and instead of a clock, it's a just a giant fucking window. Yes. It's badass, but we fly through that, and ooh, not good, man. Not Cops good. investigating the scene. I mean, murder is afoot. There's a rape times. every 35 There's seconds. There's a fucking rape every day. There's a rape going on before I finish this sentence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we get to meet uh, Officer Albrecht. Albrecht. Albrecht, played by the absolutely fantastic Ernie Hudson. Yes. Ernie Hudson has ruled ever since the first Ghostbusters. He fucking rules. Also, check out his IMDb pick. If you go to Ernie Hudson on IMDb, 
He's sitting like on a chair backwards, like that Captain America meme where he's like, let's talk about detention or whatever. But he's sitting there and he has his left arm cocked all extreme to show off his muscle. Like the whole point of it is to look how big my gun is. Like he is. Oh, yeah. He's 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 just like he's not leaning on the the whole back of the chair. The whole pose. It's just fucking. He just sitting there like I'm old because he's got a little Uh, gray. He's just like, I'm old and look how fucking huge my arm is and that's ernie hudson's profile picture which is awesome because hey if i get old and i have fucking arms like that you goddamn right i'm showing them off every chance i get why not fucking a so why not there's a there's a woman we see a woman being tended to by the paramedics uh-huh right and ernie hudson sees gathering pictures wedding invites figures out oh this is shelly webster they were gonna they were gonna get married tomorrow night she was going to marry a guy named Eric Draven. And one of the other cops like, who the fuck gets married on Halloween anyway? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Apparently. So another cop's like, devil's fucking night. What's the count so far? 143 fires, lower than last year. They must be slowing down. Or it's early. Maybe they're just slow starters. But 143 fires in one city in one night, and that's a low count, and you're okay with it? Like, where are we at in this world where that's just like, you're complacent with that? That's fucking crazy. I think. Yeah, well, obviously, you, they've given up. It's, it's too much. Nothing they can do with it. Cause, yeah. Because this mysterious man, Top Dollar, who we meet later, He's orchestrating everything. And also, what the fuck kind of name is Top Dollar? Actually, you never hear it in the movie. You don't know until the credits the guy's name is Top Dollar. Top D? Top Dollar. What? The long-haired guy. The the main fucking villain of the movie, his name is Top Dollar. Oh, right. The guy that looks like he's like sort of English, Asian, long hair, but he's definitely... From the south the of dude, America. The dude that was like supposed America. to be in a Highlander movie but ended up in this for some reason. Yeah, that guy. Sounds like he uh, rides cowboy. He's a cowboy. Known when he starts talking oh, a bit. Yeah, got got my southern drawl. Mm, Daddy always said you that your life is over the minute you know you're gonna die. This is my Shit like that. This yeah. is my sister wife. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking incest in this movie. All right, so... Gross. Yeah. All right, so we get our first glimpse of the crow. Right? Ah, We see our crow ah. as they're picking up Eric's fucking disfigured body off the sidewalk because he was thrown out the window. Poor guy. Um, Obviously, he's the reason that our badass circle window was busted open. Mm. Um, So we also meet Sarah, who was our opening narrator. Young girl, Sarah. She's probably like, what, 12? Yeah. 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12 to 14, like... Early teen, preteen-ish, somewhere in there. Yeah. So she's very concerned about them both because they're her friends. Uh, we, you know, obviously she's close to them. Um, Shelly, who's still alive at this point, as she's being wheeled out, even's like, "Hey, make sure that Eric watches over Sarah." Like she's even saying, she obviously doesn't know that Eric's fucking paint on the sidewalk, but. Uh, so they, they look after her. They, they, they see her as like their own, essentially. Um, so uh, as they're loading her into the, the ambulance, Sarah's calling out Ernie Hudson like, you just fucking lied to her, dude. Dude. You just fucking lied to her. It's like, well, she's fucking on the verge of dead. You tell them what they need to hear, you know? Yeah. Does that mean you're lying to me about Eric? 
Eric's fucking dead, isn't he? You mother, oh, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. You're smarter than you look, girl. And he's like, that's a hell of a tongue for a little girl. That, that, that never happened. That didn't ever happen. So anyway, one year later, we cut to one year later. Anniversary of this horrific murder. Right? One year later. Uh, the crow, Raven, lands on this super gothic iron cross looking thing on top of this building. Mm-hmm. Way up in the super dark sky. We get more narration. Sarah says, like, so, you know, she's still blabbing. Sometimes feelings are so real that nothing can keep them apart. Shit Shut like the that. Fuck up. Yeah, she's like, can yes. we get on? And move? So she goes to visit the graves because these are like her family. Obviously, she doesn't have a family. We don't we don't know her story yet, but obviously, like, she's closer to these two than she is anybody else. So she's visiting their graves. And it, I, I did like the fact that she, like, has this beautiful, colorful bouquet that she throws down on Shelly's grave and then, like, randomly tosses a fucking white rose just, over to Eric's. She's yeah, like, just one here's Shelly, here's this beautiful thing, here's... And here you go, Eric. Just yeah, like, here's th- one. She doesn't even look. She just, like, tosses it. Yeah, like, kicks it over. It falls yeah. down. Uh, so she does that. Now, Ernie, our strong-armed Ernie Hudson... It's getting a hot dog from a food truck where the dude is smoking the whole time he's making hot dogs in this food truck. Yeah, just that's <laughs> the good, good old times, bro. Uh, just like the 90s, man. We didn't have to worry about none of them. He sat in there and he was fucking just fucking smoking Bloom, like halfway into the cart. And like Bloomberg hadn't taken over to put fucking all these safety restrictions into New York life yet. Uh, so, yeah, he's, and there's, I mean, all this talk about condiments and onions and whatever the fucking bullshit. Right, so Sarah comes skateboarding up, and he buys her a hot dog, and they kind of they banter, they they, they bond a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He buys her a dog. Now, well, what I did, what like in that a hot dog exchange uh, scene, he's like just slathering on on a fucking foot long uh, ketchup, just along the hot dog, and then he starts putting on the mustard, and then. Uh, What's his face is all like, hey, you got to put that on the bottom. Oh, yeah. You need a mustard on the bottom of the bun. You got to put that on the bottom. You put it before the dog. Give me that shit. Let me show you how that's done. And then he starts squeezing it on. He's like, see, see, that's how it goes. Give me some onions. Yeah. And he's then like, now it's going to charge you extra. He's like, motherfucking give me some onions. <laughs> he's like, all right, here you go. Haggling, haggling <laughs> with the food truck guy like Harrison Ford and Blade Runner where he's fucking trying to haggle for his noodles, man. He's like, no, four. I said two. Yeah. No, four. I want three. <laughs> onions uh, onions but since i had Add to muster my mm-hmm. own dog that means onions are free that's right <laughs> have you seen my arm have you seen my arm i'm ernie hudson that's right thank, thank you ernie hudson <laughs> and seen um and then so, she comes up she's like uh, i want a hot dog no she do you want a hot dog she's like are you buying yeah it's like i don't want any uh, <laughs> i'm buying no onions though, okay no onions they make you fart big time they make, make you fart. fart. We get a fart joke in our super goth death movie. <laughs> we get a fart joke. But she's right. No onions on a hot dog. What the fuck wants onions on a hot dog? You know, this girl was cool for a second until she said that. What's wrong with farting big time? Farting big time is the greatest feeling ever. Have you ever, you have you ever just been time. like, oh my God, I feel terrible. Oh, everything. And then you let out this giant fart and you're like, Ooh. holy fuck. I'm like, I'm all awake and I'm energetic. <laughs> like your whole world changes, man. Made you fart It's big like time. an antidepressant commercial <laughs> where the fucking thing slides across the screen and all the fuzzies taken away and everybody's like, yay, and a field of flowers. And a that's puppy. What, that's what a giant fart can do. Yeah, all of a sudden you have a puppy. 
Giant farts. <laughs> Giant farts. So now we get to meet our gang, right? Oh, the gang. The gang. We we start first one to meet is T Bird, and he's talking about this one time that Lake Erie caught on fire because there was so much so much crap in it. I wish I could have seen that. That'd have been so good. And then he like makes this loud whistle, and all of a sudden his his boys go in and just fucking set this arcade on fire, which makes me sad because I've recently found a, a really awesome arcade bar here in Austin, and I love it so much. And if someone set it on fire, I'll be very sad. I'll be very. I'll be very sad. So fuck you, T Bird. Stop burning down. Like burn down shit. Fine, but leave the arcades alone. Is all. Just leave the arcades alone. All right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they smash that glass. You're like, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's not goes back to, to Rocky Three when Polly's all mad, and he throws this little fucking pint of whiskey through the Rocky or mm. pinball machine. You're like, dude, come on, man. But really, why does who there are you need honestly to be- mad at? Why don't you stop busting up arcade games, huh? Well, well, why does it need to have glass on there, anyways? Right? Why? You know, I get why they do it because they don't want you putting your fingers in. But you can't. You don't trust me to do that. You can't. Fuck you, can't you. you can't put up the the fucking same plastic things that get in front of gas stations and liquor stores. You can't put up that shit. Yeah. Why has got to be glass? It's not going to catch coronavirus. Why has it got a glass on it? Yeah, it's electronics. They can't even catch it. <laughs> So worst thing that's gonna happen. What next? We gotta give the we gotta give the uh, pinball machines the fucking Moderna fucking vaccine. Psh, psh. I mean, they'll get, get, they'll get whatever's available like the rest of us. All right. What do we got glass for? We'll give them all the Johnson and Johnsons so nobody else gets blood clots. No, it's uh, only been like six people. Yep, yeah, because it, it hasn't. <laughs> Machine can't get blood clots. I, there it is. I, there you go. <laughs> Figured it out. <laughs> all right. So now we're back at the crow. Yes. <laughs> and the ground the ground is bulging. Are those all the the Cretans that we got to meet? Uh, I mean we, we see them. We don't we haven't we haven't met the, we oh, okay. we don't know their names. It's just T Bird and three guys. We 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 will meet them, but you see he has three goons and they're the ones that run around starting fires and doing doing devil shit. Yeah. Alright, so the ground is like bulging and undulating. It looks like if you're you're heating your queso a little bit too long in the microwave and it's like bubbling and swimming and stuff if you're queso connoisseurs like me um so he's like waking eric up and this is this is eric bursting forth from the ground like beetlejuice and uh brandon lee crawls out which definitely not beetlejuice but i honestly if someone was to crawl out of a grave i think i would rather brandon lee than beetlejuice i'm just gonna say it fair enough because Beetlejuice is there to fuck your whole world up. <laughs> Brandon Lee is there to avenge his fucked up world. You know what I mean? So as like, long as you didn't cross him. Yeah, then all's good. All's good. In fact, he's probably going to fucking help me out or save me at some point. He's, he's a good dude. Just there to kill these four guys. You know what I mean? Yes. So better Brandon Lee than, than Beetlejuice. And no Saturn worms. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah. None of them there are Saturn worms coming along. So... Uh, he's crawling out of the ground, but we're back at the arcade as it's going on fire, and we get the first of many, fire it up, fire it up, fire it up. They're fire it up chants that T-Bird and his gang love to do. Fire it up, yeah. Uh, so this, I know I've brought this up many times on the podcast, but uh, a lot of things I say throughout my daily life come from movies, mm-hmm. and nobody ever fucking gets them, i.e. phone drinking, dude. Uh, but I say fire it up and shit on me all the goddamn time. And people are just like, what? 
This guy's into some weird stuff, yeah. man. I'm not. I'm definitely not going to do either of those things. Drinking, <laughs> dude. So yes, exactly. So uh, those both come from this. It. Yeah, <laughs> deals meal, man. <laughs> so fire it up is T Bird's gang's chant, right? So Eric's like stumbling around. Eric, Eric Draven, it's Brandon Lee. We'll call him. I'll probably go back and forth between Brandon and Eric. Whatever, that's the same guy. So we're talking about here. So I'm sure it's hard to walk after being dead for a fucking year. So he's <laughs> he's trying to get his dead legs under him instead of his sea legs. His dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, all right, I know I get it. Not a good one. So T Bird's driving his gang around in his T Bird. Ah, uh, T Bird. That's, that's the name. That's the name, right? Well, you know that you do you know who plays T Bird. Oh, who does play T Bird? Los. His name is David Patrick. Oh, and uh, how do Kelly. we know? How do we know David Patrick? He's got three first names, by the way. David Patrick Kelly. Oh, that's serial killer. <laughs> he's a serial killer. Hi, I'm David Patrick Kelly. All right. No, he's, he's either going to assassinate a president or shoot a bunch of people in a nightclub. No, he was in <laughs> Commando. Oh, oh, was he? I geez. Oh, uh, do, we have, do, we have, do we have clips? Maybe. You fucking whore. Oh, <laughs> what else did he say? Uh, let's see. What's this one? Does he have- It'll give everyone a little more time with your daughter. Oh, man. He was the one that was supposed to be killed last, right? That's right. <laughs> and he was holding him with my weak arm. Oh, this is my weak arm. Yes. But no, yeah. Uh, you didn't even realize he was fucking in this movie. You were like, ooh, I should have I I I saved it. Because he's made up to look like fucking Lane Staley from fucking look just, Alice in Chains. Still He's, look just <laughs> like him. I didn't think it looked like, he looks like every fucking 90s grunge rocker ever. Yeah. No. And he, he didn't look like that in Commando. Look like a little tweaker. With this fucking stupid little hair and the fuck stupid, I don't know, he just had the fucking, stupid, fucking stu- stupid fucking fuck, facial hair. He looked like goddamn Lane Staley from fucking Alice in Chains from all the fucking, fucking ah, music videos and shit. Ah, you're on dry. They come to snuff the rooster by firing it up, <laughs> firing it up, firing it up. Uh, so anyway, as he's driving, yeah, we get the Big Empty song by the Stone Temple Pilots, which Big Empty. They they wrote for this movie, okay, and then did end up on one of their albums. But this this is a original compositional for the Crow. Um, but they drive by Ernie and Sarah sitting at the hot dog stand. Ernie had no idea how close he was. Oh, right. Well, guys. he goes, they, they race right by him. He's just like, a lot of bad dudes out. Yeah, a lot of bad guys out tonight. Like, aren't you the guy that's supposed to do something about that? Why are you sitting here haggling about fucking onions? Just being like, yep. Gosh, there are bad people out there. Somebody should do something about that. Oh, wait. Well, what's he going to do? Specifically me. They're just driving. Uh, they're speeding down a side street. No, they were just rumbling there. They're no, they're speeding. Loud. Definitely speeding. Ah. Definitely speeding. Bro. Nah, I clocked them. Oh, how many frames per second did you have? <laughs> <laughs> they were doing forty-five and a twenty. Come, yeah, man. For sure, for sure. All right, so uh, he's like, man, somebody should. I wish there was a publicly funded group of of uh, officers in place to deal with bad guys like that speeding down side streets. Somebody should maybe do something about that. That's too bad. I'm on my break. <laughs> let me have onions. And then all of a sudden break. there's an explosion. He's like, oh, fuck, I got to go. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, are you on the bomb squad? Were you on the bomb squad? Oh, I had no idea that you were on the bomb. Oh, you're not? Then what the fuck are you doing? Bomb, 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 bomb,
he has to leave because there's an explosion that uh, the aforementioned arcade blew up. So now we cut the crow leads Eric home, right? And we're seeing like his POV. We're watching Eric Vision as he's like, he tears through the crime scene tape and walks through the front door and he just sees the carnage that is his apartment that was left behind. And he like touches the cat and gets memories, you know? So Mm -hmm. we're learning like he... he, Gabriel, the cat's name. The cat's name is Gabriel, yes. Uh, God, what a dumb name for a cat. They're really into the Bible. They're you really know, into the Bible. Feeding man. Gabriel, and you know, he was just being such a cute. Just, just cute feeding Gabriel cat. the uh, the cursed souls of the evil and uh, <laughs> Gabriel, because Gabriel was one of the the angels. Of course, like, yeah. yeah, it's a biblical name, right? He, but he was the one with the sword that took down evil souls. He right? was like the angel. He was like the he? the fucking general of the yeah. angel army, right? Yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I want to name my cat after him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, better than fucking Cain. The cat that does all those things. The cat that takes down the souls of the evil. <laughs> yes. And leads the army of angels into getting more pedigree. That's kind of the name that you would give the cat after he does those kind of things. Right, right, That's right. a lot to live up to, Gabriel, that name. Right. And he's like, all I want to do is be ignored until I want attention. But other than that, just feed me. That's why a lot of Gabriels just go by Gabe in the meantime. One of my former bosses <laughs> was... Was Gabriel went by Gabe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like I can't take out. Like, have I, you ever heard of Gabriel before? I am not wielding a sword of fire. There's and no taking down fucking souls. No, way. no. I just repair houses. Call that's me all Gabe. I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. I'm just Gabe. You can shorten it to Gabe if you like. I don't. I mean, that's how much I'm not for the name Gabriel. <laughs> so the cat. Well, the cat has no no say in the matter. But uh, but when he touches the cat, he gets memories of that night. So. It's it's weird, like it's a cool power, and I like how they like slowly build it up. That when he touches a person or or even objects, like he can get memories. What was that? Uh, that uh, who was it uh, from Weird Science? He was in that Dead Zone, was it? Where- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Dead Zone. Well, there was a TV show, but there was also a movie. Walk Christopher Walken was in the movie, but if you touch people, you could see their future. Oh. So this is the How opposite you're of die that. And shit. Yeah, this is the opposite of that, where he can get he can get Memories. this, and there's an actual fucking name for it, and I'm I'm blanking on it, and I'm sure someone will let us know on Twitter. I know that there were Jeff Goldblum had this power in this weird movie Vibe. He made a movie called Vibe with Cindy Lauper, where they were both psychics, but his psychic power was be able to touch something. Like if he touched this bottle right here, he could tell every buddy that had handled this bottle the whole story of this bottle and everything that had happened so like they is take- it like the bottle itself or like what if, what if it's like about the sand it goes that far back to make uh, that, the, the glass i mean you know they didn't, like how far back they didn't do go you that see far back Jeff but Goldblum. they would bring him into crime scene so he could touch stuff and be able to tell what had happened you know and so there is there is an actual name for that like you yeah know, because there's actual people that think they can do that right like just like there's telekinesis tele uh telepathic there's 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 all these different tele whatever powers, and that's one. Are you of them, on it, Brandon? I, I don't know I'm, what, I'm I'm trying to find something. He's trying. So yeah. anyway, he's he's able to touch things and get flashbacks. Now, what's weird is how they're always very specific, and I'm guessing that's part of like the overall crow power and why he's brought back because of this one instance. So when he touches something related to that instance, he gets the the memories specific about that instance. Okay. Because I'm sure that cat saw years of them fucking cooking and hanging out in that apartment, probably fucking doing whatever. But when he touches it, he specifically gets that night. 
you know, when he touches Ernie Hudson or when he does things later in the movie, it's always specifically about that. Even though you touch Ernie Hudson, he's got a whole, he's a fucking cop in New York city. He's got a lot going through that head that you could get, but it's always specifically that, that moment. So that probably psychometry. the there. Yes. Thank What's you. it called? Psychometry. Psychometry. Or maybe yeah. psychometry. Just go with tomato potato. No, psycho is fine. We'll just shorten it. You call it psychometry. I call it psychometry. Psychometry. Symmetry. A squared plus B squared. <laughs> tomato, potato. Let's call the whole thing. Oh, man. Butchered that song. <laughs> anyway, so he touches the fucking cat. All right. God damn it. He gets memories of the night, right? He's like rushed by him and it fucking throws him back off his heels. Like, oh, he freaked out. because acting. Yeah, well, he does a lot of that. Drink. <laughs> so uh, we get a speech from T-Bird first of many times uh, in this movie. He's like, the devil stood and felt how awful goodness is. <laughs> he says that repeatedly throughout this fucking movie. That's like his, uh, that's his Samuel L. Jackson Pulp Fiction, you know, uh what was it? I was the shepherd fucking what the, the Pulp Fiction speech that Samuel Jackson gives all the time. And my name is the Lord when I lay my hand upon this. So this is T-Bird's version of that. He always says this devil shit. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So he gets the whole picture, right? And he's even acting it out, how they hold him up. And so the flashbacks kind of cut in with him reenacting it as like he stands there with his arms out, which represents when they actually mm-hmm. held his arms out and he gets shot. Then they throw him out the window. And so he, he jumps out the window, but he does the gymnastics thing where he catches. Cause it's got like, there's, there's the brick border of the circular window, but then there's like a frame that's like a foot or so in. Uh, so he grabs that and does the gymnastics thing where he swings out and flips around and swings back in and looks at his hands. Then they're all cut up and they heal immediately. And he's like, Oh, I must be a hero. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's Forrest Gump, but anyway, that's that's what happens. So now we cut to Michael Massey, who we've talked about earlier. Fun boy. He's taking a shot. Just big old shot of whiskey like it is. Was it his first dose or second dose? <laughs> He's taking a shot? Taking a shot. Was it his first dose? Or is he going to be fully shotted up? Maybe it was the J&J. <laughs> one and done. One and done, man. I wish whiskey was like that. <laughs> Jesus. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. How big the glass is. Yeah. So he's playing Fun Boy, one of T-Bird's gang, one that we saw earlier. Ooh. So now T-Bird's like, oh, I see. You're taking a shot. You think you're cool because you can take a shot. Anybody can take a fucking shot. That's not cool. Aye. Check this shit out. Check this shit out. He puts a bullet in his goddamn mouth. A fucking bullet. And then uses the whiskey shot as a chaser, <laughs> like he's taking a fucking pill, and swallows the goddamn bullet. I shit shot bullet. for shot. Jesus, what if you rip a loud fart like you? Pfft, like that's how it happened in cartoons or The Mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your farts would. Yeah, shit that's somebody. what would happen when you swallow a bullet, everybody. In in the mask or in Looney Tunes. You mean yes, you wouldn't that's grow would a, a bullet tree wouldn't grow in your stomach? <laughs> yeah, bullet tree. That's yeah. obviously what's gonna happen if you swallow yeah, a bullet. Yeah, yeah. So he swallows the bullet. So then then uh to top that, because he's not done yet, he puts a cigar out on his tongue. Cause that's how cool he you is. fucking whore. Yeah, that's how cool he fucking is. Next comes Tintin. 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 
who's like, pussies drink last and takes a shot, which pisses off Skank, the fourth and final member of the gang. He's like, you didn't give me a chance, motherfucker. And and Skank talks like every fucking incompetent bastard in a trailer park you've ever heard. And that's that's Skank. But he's pissed off because... Wait, pussy drink glass. I didn't know we was going in order. I didn't know there was a whole thing about oh god dying T-Bird. I didn't mean to be a pussy. I'm sorry. Um, so they they are about to fight and T-Bird ends it. It stands up like hey! Fired up, fired up, fired up, fired up, fire it up, fire it up, fire it up. We get back into the fired up chant, and that's when Darla, the waitress, comes by like, hey. Hey, hey guys, you just you just cool it down. Hey guys, guys oh, put the yeah. guns away or something. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. And then starts the making away, out with Hey guys, somebody. and then like brings around a shot and starts making out with Fun Boy. Yeah. So great. you shut up. No, you <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the Jimmy Fallon SNL skit. You are. No, you are. No, you are. No, you are. Where they're like, you're stupid. No, you are. No, you are. No, you are. And then they just make out like crazy. Yeah. So Eric, Eric here, Brandon Lee's having lots of flashbacks of their life together. And he's like, all around this apartment, I'm like, holy fuck. Okay, I'm back from the dead. Uh, I was living with this woman. We were engaged. Uh, all of a sudden, I remember how much in love I was, even though I didn't remember anything fucking an hour ago. But all right, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Um, so obviously, I, uh, I, need, I need vengeance. I'm, I'm, okay, I got to kill people. Got it. Piece it together. Murder. Got it. Ah, so yes. so he angry punches his fucking makeup mirror. And this is not not the first one filmed, but uh the first occurrence in the movie of a not Brandon Lee shot. Ah. The, because when, he was already when dead. When the broken shards and they just like used composites of his face in the broken pieces of mirror to make up his face there. So that's our first instance of of dead Brandon Lee. In the movie. So uh, sometimes they use doubles and then put his face over it. Uh, sometimes they would recycle footage and kind of green screen it. Um, so they, they did a lot of tricks to finish the movie without him. So. Uh, oh, yeah. My next notes are what we already talked about. <laughs> the grocery thing. So now uh, he's painting his face and we get the cure song. It's Burn. It was written for the movie. It was never on any of their albums. So those like five Cure fans in the world were all pissed off that they couldn't get this song. I honestly don't understand how anybody can like the Cure. I don't get it. Uh, one of I my never... guilty pleasures is Friday. I'm in love. It's a good song. I don't know if Monday's blue. Tuesday's great and do gay do. Freedom, freaking do, fat do, fivu, shaman do. Did you just say fivel? Fivel, the rat from American Tale? I because mean, in yeah. America, there are no cats. There's no cats in America. There it is. Yeah. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Okay, take it easy. You're the one blathering, bruh. So, anyway, fuck the cure. And he puts on his black tights, and he has, I do like that he puts electrical tape. Like yeah, is that what the, it was? He has the tights, and he has just like the vinyl electrician tape yeah. up around his fingers. What was I that? Mean, I mean, you're you're an electrician. Does that do nope. anything? For, nope. 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 It, nope. It makes you not able to move your hand as freely. All right. Just so vinyl that, tape is that, all it is. That's that's helpful. All right. Uh, there is a thing. Uh, it takes 10, 10 wraps of the vinyl tape 
to equal the standard THHN insulation on wire. Now, all wires have different types of insulation. THHN sure. is like your standard... Uh, Average gauge. Uh, house insulation, you know, we would use your handheld strippers and all that. Uh, so it takes 10 wraps of vinyl tape to equal the same insulating power. That's a lot he, of tape. He is not putting 10 wraps around his hands. So he's not insulating against anything. He's just, he's just trying to look goth and cool. Yeah. Because it's the mid-90s, <laughs> and that's all we're doing here. So, now. 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 We get our hero because he has the crow on his shoulder. He looks like a fucking goth behemoth. He's got his face all painted. We get our the crow, right? So then we cut to 1010. He's trying to sell rings to this pawn shop owner. Pawn shop owner is Gideon, played by John Polito. Now, did you guys recognize? Who the fuck are you, man? Relax, man. Yes! No physical harm intended. Who the fuck are you? Why are you following me around? Come on, fuckhead! I'm a brother shameless. A brother shameless? What, like an Irish monk? <laughs> brother shameless. Yes, exactly. He is the detective working for the Knudsons in the Big Lebowski. Well, how are you going to get her back on the hey, farm? Hey, seen Carl Hungus. <laughs> That's right. So this is John Polito. He is Gideon, our pawn shop owner. So he... Tintin's trying to sell shit, and he's like, there's fucking blood on this purse. Like, I, I know how you got these, and I'm not giving you money. He gives him, like, 20 bucks, and <laughs> Tintin's like, fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. Fucking fuck, man. Oh, yes, a massa. Oh, yeah, he does, he does oh, yeah. pull some of that shit. So he leaves. Now, now the crow's flying along the rooftops, and we get our... Ah! We get our introduction to Crow Vision. We do get Crow a lot of Crow Vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is awesome because it's like precursors are drones. Like he's he's Eric's drone, mm -hmm. essentially. So he the crow's flying along and sees Tintin. He's like, hey, ah, ah, Brandon <laughs> Lee, ah, this way. Ah. And so Brandon Lee's like, oh, let me Spider-Man across all these rooftops as he's like finding his own powers and able to leap super far and do all this cool shit and find out you know, how superhuman he is. And it's like, yeah, cool. Ha, ah, but also this fucking guy. Hey, come down here. Get the fuck over here and deal with the reason you, look, I've got you for one fucking day. Ah, would you just fucking deal with it? Ah. Crow, what are you trying to say to me? I'm trying to say, get your goddamn head in the game. I mean, all I hear is... No, no, no. This would definitely be like fucking... What he understands. Bebo, like the owl from Clash of the Titans, where only he can understand. So everybody else is like... God damn, shut that bird up. I've never heard a bird talk that much. And, and Eric's like, oh, that's an interesting point, but I never thought about the apartheid that way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like having super conversations. So anyway, he's running along rooftops and he fucking... He fucking gets up here and he's going to confront Tintin. So he drops down. He does a whole like front flip off the rooftop and lands in a pile of garbage and starts laughing. Yeah. He's like, that's like how I can fall down. Goes, ha 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 ha. I'm Elizabeth Shue. Ha 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 ha. Back to the future too. Ha 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 Laying in piles <laughs> of garbage. And Tintin's like lighting a cigarette off of a fucking bum trash can fire. He's like, what the fuck is that crazy light? Like, I am crazy. I light buildings on fire for fun. And that is crazy shit. What is going on? And so Brandon Lee comes walking up and he's like, oh, 
Halloween ain't till manana. Halloween ain't till manana. That's right. You fucking crazy crackhead motherfucker. Pinche. Don't tear my shirt, pinche. Uh, so. You out of your motherfucking mind, man. I do love Tintin was a good character. Uh, the actor gives, really gives it all, you know. And they, they, they wrestle a bit. And uh, again, as we learn, Eric Draven is a musician. And I do like Brandon Lee for all of his first, I think he had like five or six movies before this, was very much kung fu because he's Bruce Lee's son. So, of course, he's going to have to do that. But in this one, his character isn't. So, like, a couple of times he does some fight moves, but generally he really doesn't. And I think that's pretty fucking cool. Like, yeah, you're immortal now, but that doesn't mean all of a sudden you fucking have all these fighting skills. So, like, Tintin's kicking the shit out of him and throwing him all around, and he just laughs and gets back up. But I I don't know. I thought that that was pretty cool. Little Cool little detail. So they're fighting, and then Tintin gets his knives out. He has a knife in each hand. He's like, let me introduce you to two of my friends. And he's like, even, like, drags it across his tongue because he's all fucking creepy. He's like, we never miss. And he throws one. And Brandon Lee dodges it, throws a second, and he slaps it out of the way. And he throws the third, and Brandon catches it, fucking throws it back and hits him in the shoulder. And then we get what I think is one of the fucking coolest lines of this whole goddamn movie when he gets up to Tintin, and he's like, victims. It takes out his knife. Aren't we all? And then fucking stabs him. Ah, oh, so goddamn cool. Aren't we all? Oh, it's so goddamn cool. I love it. I love it so much. Takes him out. So now... Well, doesn't he ask her... Does ask him about... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, that's true. Tell me about that night. Tell me about that. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, last year, you fucking... He's like, yeah, fucking a lot of bitches. A lot of what I don't know you're talking about. A lot of bitches. And then when he finally (laughs) is, and he's like, oh, yeah, I fucked her good. Yeah. Yeah, I shanked the pink ass and she loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's when Eric's like, okay, well. You die now. I mean, obviously I'm here to kill you, but. That's all I need to hear. That's all I need. <laughs> uh, there, was a, there was a subplot that was dropped, uh, but there are, there are times in the movie where he does something not specifically with his. his uh, his revenge. Whatever. Yeah, his vengeance. Mm-hmm. Like when he gets to Darla and squeezes the morphine out of his arm or out of her arms, like yep. go be a mother now and blah blah blah. And even the, the last fucking 20 minutes of the movie, technically he's killed the four guys that whatever. So the 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 plot line they were trying to work in was that the crow's only there to help you fucking avenge, dude. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I thought. The crow was, ignores was him when he's like squeezing the morphine out of Dollar's arm, and when he's doing shit at the end of the movie. Obviously, that's not how the movie played out, but that's what they were going to play with, which I think is pretty fucking cool because the crow's like completely indifferent. Like, yeah, I get why you got to do this, but that ain't why I'm here, buddy. Yeah. That ain't what I brought you here to do the one thing, and you're done with that. If you want to go do that, that's that's on you. You're on your own. Yeah, exactly. And I thought I think that's pretty cool, but they didn't really run with it. But I think that would have been. Maybe they did any other. I don't know how many they made, nor have I seen any of the other Crow movies. So maybe they explored that more. I don't know. And since we were talking about Tintin, I think you missed the the mark on uh, using this line here uh, after your intro or right during your intro. Mm-hmm. Just I'd like to meet, like you to meet two buddies of mine. We never miss. 
Los and Brandon. Oh, <laughs> God damn, I should have. My two buddies that never miss, Los and Brandon, should have. Ah, fuck. You're right. I like you to meet two buddies tonight. We never miss. We never miss. But then they both do. See? And you guys don't. So that's why I didn't use that. I can't put it back yeah, until this spills blood. I can't put it back until this spills blood. <laughs> By the way, I've seen, you know, the little Funko, those weird little fucking plastic figurines with the giant heads, yeah. the pop Funko, whatever. They just now, I saw uh, fucking yesterday, 40-year-old virgin pop Funko characters. Just because we talked about the, uh, yeah. uh, uh, and Andy, little... Steve Carell, and he's carrying one of his little action figures in his hand. <laughs> so you can have a action figure of Steve Carell carrying an action figure. His hand. It's just like, Is the action figure of the same style? No, it was one oh. of the ones he was always like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It isn't the same style. Sorry. I, I, uh, yeah, the, he's got one with his chest with hair. The, with, the, with the Funko head. But it was okay. like whoever, like Steve, whatever the fuck, the, the one character is always... Scuba Steve. Uh, no, no, that's... Big Daddy, the it million was, dollar man. Yeah, the million dollar uh, man's boss, Steve Austin. Yeah, but the million dollar oh, man's yeah. boss was the one he had that was so proud. So anyway, I just saw that and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Now finally they're coming out. <laughs> oh, anyway. and if you look at Mooj has got one too, and Mooj, it's got a. I didn't see it, but it has the blood. It it's has got the blood. a little sheet with <laughs> a, a blade. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They don't have that, oh. but that'd be great. Does it come with a goat? It comes with a little. <laughs> comes with a goat. I'm from Brooklyn. Goat. This is a fucking Brooklyn accent. <laughs> gonna cover me if I can keep this commission. <laughs> if I keep this commission. All right, dog. <laughs> All right, so now Eric goes to visit Gideon. He goes to the pawn shop, right? After he's killed Tintin. He goes, he goes to the pawn shop. He's like, hey, I know. And, and, and they're closed, right? So he opens the gate. Opens the door, breaks his way in, and Gideon's like, "What the fuck are you doing, you fucking crazy people? Every year you get more crazy. Oh my god!" Blah 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 blah. Knudsons. So Eric's like, "I'm looking for something in an engagement ring." He's like, "I'm not gonna talk to you." So he has to rough him up a bit, right? Fucking knife through his hand. Yeah. And then he's finally like, "Okay, all right, all right, back there, that aisle, back on the right. There's a fucking box of engagement rings." So he he sits there, and I like, I like this to go back to how he can touch something and get the memories. So he closes his eyes and is taking rings out of this box. Nope, 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 nope. Until he finds the one. Cause he knows by touch, he doesn't need to see it. And that pretty cool detail that they, they keep up with that. And uh, so he, uh, gets the ring, finds out about the rest of the gang, gets all the information, like where they hang out, what's going on with them. He's like, okay, well you, you go ahead. I'm not going to kill you because I need you to tell them death is coming for him. Tonight. Tonight. Oh, yeah, tonight, because I'm only here for fucking 24 hours. Uh, evidently, that's what I've learned. I mean, that's, that's, that's a contract. It's like I, a 24-hour curse kind of thing, you yeah, know. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like the the Pirates of the Caribbean thing, but uh, I don't know, kind of in reverse, maybe. I, I, I didn't ever really pay attention to those movies. I don't know how it works out, but somehow. Yeah, I mean, they didn't like, they didn't give us like an instruction manual yeah, on how it's going to be. You know, I just all of a sudden dug my way out of the ground and there wasn't like a fucking book. I didn't get a book for the deceased like in fucking Beetlejuice. This ain't fucking right? Beetlejuice, just, right? This is real life. This ain't a fucking movie. <laughs> nice fucking model, huh? Um, all right, so... <laughs> He, uh, what is it? He's walking out. He get he's like, take whatever you, Gideon tells him to take whatever he wants. So he gets the stupid guitar and then he's walking out. He's like, is that gasoline I smell? Mm-hmm. And he puts all these engagement rings into a shotgun. Now, would this work? Would this work? He fires the shotgun. I guess if you have a bullet in there, something to propel, something to explode, 
the rings that were in the barrel, much like we talked about the object that did kill Brandon Lee, would be shot out, forced out of the barrel. Yep. But they're going to create enough of a spark to light the gasoline on the floor? No, it's not going to happen unless... <laughs> I mean, probably not the gold. Especially, yeah, gold <laughs> is not going to do that. Gold's not going to do that. And if they're all fake gold, it's a pawn shop, that's likely. But still, like, they're coated. They're not going to spark up. I, You know, I had to suspend my... D- yeah, suspend my disbelief. I mean, for it's this a movie, movie about an immortal times. guy coming back from the dead, so you're gonna have to dispend or suspend. Jesus, am I, di- some, am I dispending here? I mean, am I dispending? So this would not work. Is, is that what we're gasoline saying? that I smell? Like, am yeah, I dispending? You, you, you fucking spilled it, bruh. You, you, you smelled it. He who smelt it spilt it. The anyway, little, smelt it. The little boy that it. the little boy that lives here. He'll say things like pull it. And he'll have actually. I'll put the ED on there. It's and cute. You'll hear actually it. work the ED, and that's pretty cool. I made it. Which is it? Is it a, a thing like uh, God? What was that fucking Mike Myers? Oh, so I married an axe murderer. Where he's like, love Ed, love Ed, enjoy Ed. Like he always says, because he's like a beat poet at coffee shops all the time. So he's like, enjoy Ed, and he's always emphasizing the ED. Anyway, Mike Myers sucks. Uh, not in the nineties. These are my drawings. Hello, my name is Simon. You look at my bum. You look at my you bum looker. You and I love the, the, the one episode with Danny DeVito. On, you look at my ass. <laughs> are you looking at my ass? No, I'm definitely not. You ass looker. No, I <laughs> definitely am not looking at your ass, Danny. You are the penguin. I am definitely not looking at. So anyway, he blows up the fucking... Uh, uh, pawn shop, but Gideon's like he gets the knife out of his hand and runs out the back door in time to to evade the explosion. I mean, he definitely gets thrown by the explosion, but he doesn't get like caught in the explosion, right? So Gideon's okay, everybody. Gideon's all right. Stop worrying about Gideon. So Ernie Hudson pulls up, has a gun pointed at Eric, trying to talk to him, and Eric's basically like, "Hey, you know who I am." Remember that that one case a year ago? It's like, dude, have you seen the city? Do you have any idea what I fucking deal with on the day to day? Are you fucking serious? One murder a year ago? God damn. No, I don't remember that shit. God. But God he does kind of sort of figure it out. But there are people looting the blown up pawn shop. And he like turns his head just for a second to say, hey, get away from there. And that's when Eric makes his getaway. Like he, pulls a, he pulls a Batman. Exactly. Yeah. God damn it. Was. Yeah. And you know what? You get to see him sort of like when uh, he looks over for a second, it cuts to him just a moment like yeah. you, uh, where he's like leaning off of the off screen just a and little just, bit like you're ready to see. To- like he saw it and I'm, I'm ready to bail. Wait, wait, it's a nice wait. insight. And so Eric, wait, wait, wait. Eric's sitting there like, wait, 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 wait till he turns. Wait, wait, wait. Fuck! And go. And, and you know he's hiding like like he's just behind really a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> he does that again when he picks up Sarah off the street, and then she yeah. turns around after he says, "Like it only you know rains or whatever." And then he, I was thinking he's just hiding behind the car. <laughs> God, I feel like that's been in something. <laughs> well, and then they're like, "I can, I can see you. I, I, I see you right there." <laughs> no, you can't. Like in a Naked Gun movie or something, where they're just you can't see me. No, you can't. No, no, that's no, not me. No, no, yeah, that's that's the, so now now. T-Bird's going to visit Top Dollars, where we meet Top Dollar. We also meet Tony Todd, who's the door guy, main henchman of Top Dollar, right? Tony Todd is the devil from those Final Destination movies. 
I never watched them. You never watched them? You know where the people escape death and then death no. is coming for them in all these super fantastical ways. Tony Tony Todd is death. But he was also the Candyman. In those horror movies where you say Candyman three times mm-hmm. and I don't know, bees get you bees for some fucking reason. Whatever. But Tony Todd. Uh so the Candyman can. The Candyman. Oh, the Candyman can. Uh so he gets in there and he's talking to fucking Top Dollar here about uh Hey, you know, Tintin, someone fucking put a knife in every single major organ in alphabetical order. How they can tell what order, I don't know. But that was the line, which is pretty cool. It sounds great in in theory. It sounds great in a movie. But how it actually works out, I don't know. So they're talking about that. Now, we cut and Sarah's trying to skateboard. Eric fucking saves her because she's about to get hit. And she's like, I could have made it. Fucking dickhead. Fucking blah, 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 blah. And she's like complaining about shit, and he's like, "I'm just, I'm just so fucking tired of the rain." And he goes, "Can't rain, all, Can't the rain all the time, Eric." And she's like, "Eric," and that's when he ducks down under her that's car. What he's like, <laughs> "Is she gone? She gone yet? What? what? Can't rain all the time. Can't rain all the time. Can't rain all the time." Yep. And that's it. That's all it takes. Such a goth like nineties. That's such a line. It can't rain all the time. Deep like powerful lyric that she's like. Oh, I know that one. I know that's like that's that's right up there with how many roads must a fucking man walk down. Like it's that level of lyricism (laughs) that she can grab it right away. It's like at least that one's better than the fucking doesn't rain all the time. How many? How many? Roads wants a man walk down until you can call him a man. Yeah, see? That but, sounds better. Yeah, I know. I'm saying, but this this is the level of lyricism we're talking about. Oh, it's up there. Yeah, like... Oh, you're like, being sarcastic. Like the, like the Beatles' life is very short, and there's no time for fussing and fighting, my friends. Yeah. Right, right underneath that, can't rain all the time. Can't rain all the time. Because you know why? The times they are a-changing. We're talking brilliant songwriting. Yes. So brilliant. She goes, oh my God, you're Eric, obviously. Yes. Because nobody else would ever say that it can't rain all the time. It yes. has to be you. Yes. Yes. Nailed it. Um, so now Ernie, old Ernie Hudson's doing our typical movie detective thing where he looks at some pictures and pieces it all together. Right? Yeah. He draws on a picture, he gets a picture of, of guy. He gets a picture of Hangman's Joke. Eric's band, like a promo. Hangman's joke. Hangman's joke. What a the, stupid name for a band. band name. Yeah, glad he's dead. Yeah, that band name fucking. I've been in a whole lot of bands with really fucking terrible names. Asparagus, artichoke. Oh, <laughs> just as bad. <laughs> but Hangman's joke is fucking stupid. But then he colors like he draws a little bit. He's like, it's <gasps> my guy. You know, has the the super movie detective realization moment. So. The crow's flying around, seeing shit, and uh, it sees Fun Boy and Darla shooting up in this apartment, right? Oh, yeah. Lying in bed, shooting up. But they're not shooting up heroin like you would think. They're shooting up uh, I thought they were shooting morphine. They're doing morphine. Mm. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a rough ride. right there. So, uh, so Darla, we didn't cover it her first time around. Darla is played by Anna Thompson. Okay. Who's uh this actress? So, a hell of a filmography, but like I've seen so many movies that she's been in, but I don't recognize her from any of them. Like she was in True Romance, 
Christian Slater thing. Uh, she was in Unforgiven. Clint Eastwood. Nope. She was in Bad Boys. What Don't recognize. I I didn't I didn't recognize any of. Them. Like I got her character name. Like I don't know who any of these any of this is. Anyway, so this is Anna Thompson. Uh, so there's they're like making out and getting down to fucking like nothing like morphine highs and sex apparently, and and then she's like, oh my god, there's this big fucking bird. Fun boy observer's like, he is one huge motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one gigantic, one gigantic motherfucker. It's a big fucking crow there, man. Yeah, God, yeah. it's a fucking bummer. Fucking bummer, man. It's a fucking bummer, man. Wait, what is this bird doing? Well, obviously, you're not a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like talking to the bird, and all of a sudden. Brandon Lee comes in with his fucking shitty pawn shop guitar, comes flying in through the window with the guitar. Like, why did you bring the guitar? Fucking leave it at home, man. I'm pissed off it wasn't don't, a BC Rich guitar. Oh my God, it should have been. I don't know. Do they exist in 94 or Probably. 93 when this was filmed? Probably. But like, fucking leave it at home. Don't take it out on your murder mission, you know? But he comes in and he even like plays it as he like runs up to the bed and does this big like Olay hand gesture as he... Strumming an unplugged electric guitar is the least dramatic thing you can ever do, period. Yes. Yes. And so, fun boy's like pointing the gun at him instead of the bird. He's like, what the fuck kind of crazy person are you? And he puts the hand over the barrel of the gun and fun boy shoots and you see the hole in the hand and it closes up. Which is pretty, pretty fucking cool. And he's la- like, he looks through the hole in his hand at first and laughs as it, as it heals up. It's pretty cool. And so, Fun Boy goes, Jesus Christ! Which makes Eric think of this joke. And this joke, way better than the Boondock Saints joke. <laughs> way fucking better. So, he's starting to tell this joke as Fun Boy's fucking unloading this 45 into him, right? It's like, Jesus goes into an inn, hands the innkeeper three nails, says... Can you put me up for the night? Yeah. Fucking great joke. I love it. Especially when you tell it while getting shot with a fucking dirty, hairy 45 fucking Magnum. Uh, awesome. Do you know why all the chicks dug Jesus? Because he was hung like this. He was hung like this. <laughs> What's the difference between Jesus and a picture of Jesus? Hmm. What? You only need one nail for a picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. All right. Jesus jokes. So I appreciate the dedication to the craft, though, because he gets shot repeatedly and continues to tell his joke. You're not going to interrupt my joke, fun boy. Not today. And so uh, fun boy is about to shoot one last time and he hits his hand and like knocks the gun down. So he shoots himself in the leg. And that's when he lays down and we get our opening line. Look what you've done to my sheets. Which is fucking hilarious. Uh, so Darla is hiding in the bathroom because she doesn't want anything to do with this, this fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And he drags Fun Boy in, throws him in the fucking tub, and then goes over to Darla and like grabs her arms, like squeezing the morphine. I was like, Mother is the name of God on small children or some fucking whatever bullshit line. Mother is the name for God on the lips and hearts of all children. Yeah, there we go. You know, I kind of had it. He's like, your daughter is out there on the streets, you fucking bitch. Go you be whore. a mother. And then you, squeezes wait, 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 out wait. the morphine. What do you call it? What was the, uh, the fucking, you fucking whore? What are the, you fucking whore. Yeah. Go tend to your daughter. It'll give everyone a little more time with your daughter. 
Okay. All right. No. No. I'm going home. So he's like, "Go fucking deal with your goddamn daughter." And she leaves, and he he grabs a syringe, and he's like looking at it. He's like, "Nice ideas, ideas." You can see him pondering. And uh, so now down at the bar, Gideon is sitting there and all bandaged up on his head and his hands and everything, fucking drinking. He's like, just give me the goddamn bottle. He's like drinking crazy and he's all fucking flustered. And uh, Is that bullet bourbon? <laughs> hey, do you, hey, do you carry bullet bourbon, baby? And he's like, I don't fucking care. Just get goddamn it. I got blown up. Give me a goddamn drink. Oh, I can give you some bullet for $20. I don't give a fuck. You just got... Uh, anyway, the devil himself, Tony Todd, walks back up, right? And uh, and and Gideon's like, oh, holy shit, I'm graced by your presence. What the fuck? And uh, Tony Todd's trying to get some information out of him, you know, what's what's going on. Hey, we get our first, not our first, god damn it, see, this is, I told you my notes are fucked up. Gideon's line of, well, shit on me, shit on me. Shit on me. He said a lot when uh, Brandon Lee was about to blow him up at the at the fucking punch out. But shit on me. Um, so he's sitting there, and Darla comes running out in a panic. And Tony Todd's like, "Well, that probably warrants uh, investigation." And goes upstairs. And as he he gets upstairs just in time to see Eric, Brandon Lee, Draven, go, Shh. <laughs> and then. Slip out the window with his guitar. So remember to take his fucking pawn shop. But this is also a very digital shot. You can see like he almost stretches out a bit. Like it's very much computer animated as he jumps out the window. But then he looks down and he sees fun boy with like fucking eight or nine syringes in his chest. My man. So uh, not so not so fun anymore. Uh, now we've He's a holy man, <laughs> full of holy man. Um, so now uh, Eric goes and he visits Ernie Hudson. We get to Ernie Hudson's house, right? Who's pretty nice little house for you know for a New York City cop. He's doing all right. Uh, going through a divorce, we find out. Poor guy. Poor guy, just sitting around drinking some beers, uh, living the the woe is me single cop life. Uh, Eric Draven shows up, like touches him, and gets all the memories, right? But here's something that's kind of fucked up. So uh, he was telling, uh, Ernie Hudson was telling the stories like she she held on for 30 hours. Yeah. And then. Suffered for 30 hours. 30 hours in hospital. And, and just couldn't take it anymore. And so that's when he touches him and he's like, you stayed with her the whole time. Yeah, but I'm no hero. Yeah, but I'm, okay. But there's no way a fucking New York City cop is going to stay in a hospital for 30 hours to watch a victim of something. That's one of like a hundred crimes he's seen on his beat that day. Well, it's <laughs> funny you mentioned this and 30, whole thing. 30 hours? No, he did not stay with her the whole time. There's no way he stayed with yeah, her Yeah, it's whole funny time. that you're fixating on this because I fixated a, a slight a bit on it too. I'm like, what if he like, Saw he had to go home and he made a sandwich and when came back, yeah. you know, like, did he see all going that through shit? His, going through yeah. his memories, like you, you took a fucking half hour shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was thirty hours, man. Like I still, I still got to fucking live the right? whole time, the yeah. whole time. But no, the whole time. You stayed there the whole time. The whole time, Miss Doubtfire, and he's you. like. Okay, apparently you got some glitches in your little memory search power there. And yes, we're going to go with I stayed there the whole time. The whole time? The whole <laughs> Covers time? up a porno mag or something like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, not, not buying that part. But 
So he talks with him, and then he's like, "What are you gonna? You're gonna do that thing where you disappear again?" It's like, actually, I thought I'd just use your front door. So now Gideon and Tony Todd, the devil, remember the, the devil. devil are talking to Top Dollar. Goddamn stupidest fucking name. How is his name actually Top Dollar? It's so dumb. And so they're Gideon's like, I, and then he came in and he's fucking talking all this crazy shit and his hand healed up. Like I shot him and his fucking bullet hole healed up right in front of me. I don't know. It was fucking crazy. And, and, and Top Dollar's like, well, you, you sound insane. That's not right. Uh, so Top Dollar is played by Michael Wincott, who's from The Doors. He's from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He's from a lot of shit, but he's always like kind of a sadistical, maniacal fuck. And that's what he plays. And that's what he's really good at. And that's what he's doing in this movie. Um, so he even throws Gideon an eyeball. <laughs> and he's like, this, look what happened to the last guy who crossed me. It's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to cross you, man. I'm telling you fucking what happened. God damn it. You fuck. Uh, so, but yeah, Michael Wincott here, top dollars. This looks like a real badass, like the middle ages type of badass. Like I said earlier, he walked right out of a Highlander movie. He even has the fucking vest with the big sleeves and he fucking gets his old swords out. Looks like like he's like a fencer. Should be a fucking three musketeers fucking extra is what he looks like in this. And a 1994 gun movie, your three musketeers looking ass needs to get out. But that's what we're dealing with. So. Uh, and his creepy girlfriend slash sister is Bai Ling, goddamn Bai Ling, who's from one of the one of the she was in one of the Star Wars movies, but she's been on a lot of stuff. Uh, out in out in the L.A. days when I was playing with Connie Lim, we played this house party on the beach, and uh, Bai Ling was there, and uh, she booty danced with Connie. So oh, a little Asian Asian action, yeah, huh? I got I got to see some some of that, I guess. Bai Ling is just I don't I don't get it. She's not attractive. She's not talented in any way. I don't understand how Lesbians. <laughs> I don't understand how she has a career. Anyway, so Gideon tells Top Dollar all the info. I, I he said his name was Eric Draven. He said death is coming for everybody tonight. Whatever. That's what he said. That's all I know. All right, cool. So fucking uh Top Dollar kills him anyway. Uh now we cut to Brandon Lee playing a guitar solo on top of a building for no goddamn reason. The first one. There are two of them. Make sure you're not playing the second one. He, the first one is the super slow bullshit one. You can also get the tab, too, if you guys are really in are the you, are you, <laughs> The first one's like, boop, boop, I mean, it sounds like it's MIDI. It doesn't even sound like it's a real guitar. Well, he's, da- he's absolutely not playing. He's not even pulling Ralph Macchio level of faking. <laughs> no, they couldn't get... Uh, I mean, this is not... They couldn't get, couldn't get Ralph Macchio in here to he fake some guitar? couldn't get fucking uh, Lightning Boy? <laughs> yeah, he couldn't get some fucking Lightning Boy Long Island Blues Man up in here to fucking fake some guitar? God damn. No, because you know what he would fake... <laughs> you know, uh, Mr. Vi, if you could just like tone it down a bit, we're just looking for something simple. Oh, 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 oh yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. Let me let me try again. Go ahead, rolling. Let me figure out what to tell this guy. 
Oh, Mr. Vi, Mr. Vi, uh, you, you got to tone it down. Can you play like one note at a time? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I was ghost noting around that one note at a time. You know, it's. Oh, I see. Because this is kind of like a ghost story, so you were trying to go ghost. Yeah, yeah don't it- do that. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we? Uh, can we take it from the top? All right, All right, here we go. Let, me, uh, let me try here. Tie one hand behind my back. Let's see how it sounds. All right. We get, can, we get, can we get some rope? All right. Okay. You got rope. There you go. We're tied. We, All right. Okay, go ahead, Dad. Let me try it. Let me see how this sounds one handed. Let's see how it goes. See, my God, God damn it. You're fired. He uh, actually did do a piece one handed recently because he. He fucked up his hand because he was trying to hold a cord for too long. Like, he made this crazy complex cord and held it for, like, two minutes straight and fucked up. He got trigger finger, uh-huh. and he had to do a surgery. And then he did something to his shoulder. And so there's a video. Uh, you can just YouTube Steve I one, one hand song or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he does the whole thing one-handed. And it's still, like, super Steve I shredding craziness, all one-handed up until the very end where he tries to do, like, a big... Strum it, and then he goes, ah, fuck, because he moves his shoulder. But he is still better one-handed than 99% of guitarists will ever be with both. And that's 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 where both ways. So, oh, here it is. That's one-handed Steve I. Yeah. Wow. All right. No bullshit. That that's one hand. It's pretty I'm, impressive. I'm mad at myself. Pretty impressive. So, all right. Now, Sarah. Sarah goes back. To you, buddy. We ought to just videotape this, play it back in slow motion. Oh, well, oh goddamn! We're, 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 we're going to be able to uh, <laughs> listen to Steve Vai and yeah. play it back. <laughs> Sarah gets. Sarah goes back to her house, right? And if we haven't pieced it together yet, Sarah is Darla's daughter, right? Uh, she goes to her house. She gets out her hangman's joke vinyl. Yeah, she got them on vinyl, bitches. And she immediately goes to the song and puts on the song. Do you know what the song is called? Uh, I don't know the answer, by the way. I don't either. Um, What's the name of this band? Hangman's Joke. God, what a stupid name. So she puts it on and is like dealing with a cat or something. And all of a sudden the record starts skipping on the lyric, can rain all the time, can rain all the time. Actually, can it's rain actually all, on can here. Can rain all the time, can rain all the time. Of course they sound like the fucking cure. Goddamn, fuck the cure. I'm saying it now, fuck the cure. They suck. There you go. That's Brandon Lee's band. How awesome. Woo, what a great goddamn lyric. That's right the fuck up there with all the greatest song lyrics this of all a time. Fake, a fake... Uh, yes, yeah, so yeah, okay, it's okay. a very fake. Well, one. the song it was actually is actually project. written by Jane Cyberry. Cyberry. Who the fuck's that? I don't know. Jane Cyberry. So, of course, it skips at the exact lyric that she needs. And she's like, I knew it. I knew it. It was fucking Eric from fucking Hangman's Joke. I knew it. I knew it. So now T-Bird and Skank are walking along, right? Doing their thing. Yes. And uh, 
they they stop randomly and fire it up, fire it up, fire it up. Love to do their fired up chant. There it is. There it is. So he's like, hey skank, you go get road beers and cigarettes, all right? And I'm gonna meet you at the car. All right, cool. Yeah. So T Bird climbs into the car. Bad idea. Didn't check his back seat. And you know what happens? The crow's in his backseat, motherfucker. Motherfucker. And he gets up, and, and T-Bird kind of catches on and starts to pull a gun, but oof. Eric Draven's faster. Got a gun to your Ooh. head, bitch. Faster than you are, motherfucker, because I'm on dead, bitch. What? What? Bitch. What, bitch? That's not how it goes down. But he does point a gun to his head. And uh, he's like, okay, you're going to drive. You're gonna drive. You're just gonna fucking. That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna. That's what. That's that's that that. that bit. Yep. That's that's what what we're doing about this now. Is you're driving, and uh, he takes off, and Skank's like, oh, oh god damn, I'm under shell, because he's still in the store, right, getting stuff, and he sees T Bird's T Bird leaving and freaks out, so he comes running out, and he like immediately gets hit by a car. Yep. And here's what's awesome. Other than the fact, like, he needs to get hit by the car because he steals the car. That's fucking weird there. But when he gets hit by the car, the driver of the car gets out and calls him a stupid ass hair. Stupid Not an ass asshole. Hair. An ass hair. What's wrong with you, you stupid ass hair? Well, yeah, I get I mean, that. it's like douche nozzle. You know, the, some people have found a I worse guess, part than the hole. Like, it, imagine being the hair the by hair. the hole. Hair it's probably just, worse than being in the hole. At least, like, the smell gets going away. You, but you're also sat on, and you're, like, crumpled, and, and you just you're get, wiped, and you, not you wiped properly. You just get the poop all over you from when... Just poop. Just poop, poop all over your hair. You poop, mile. But, so the guy calls him an ass hair, and Skank, somehow, after getting hit by a car, has the withal. No one wants to, to touch the, an ass hair, either. Like, you can put those on a stick, an and you can keep people away. <laughs> but people eat asshole. That's true. No one's People eating ass, eat ass hair. This guy, person, I think he found the right insult. <laughs> uh, well, I guess if that's... I, I think it's it's dumb. The ass hairs to my asshole. Brandon and Lowe's. <laughs> uh, I guess I could have. I guess I could have. That's uh, two. That's, I, I really that's failed. That's now two. I really failed this episode. I'm sorry. I failed you. I failed you, Mr. Wayne. I failed. Oh, you won't get that until. Is that m- crying Michael Caine? Oh, uh, yeah, you won't get that. <laughs> until, I failed you. You won't get that until Dark Knight Rises when he thinks Bruce Wayne's dead. I Spoiler alert. Mr. So, Wayne. So, anyway, Skank, Skank beats the shit out of this guy somehow and steals his car, right? All right, so now, T Bird is speeding along at the behest of the crow, right? Cops are following him, obviously, because he's speeding crazily down side streets. And, and and Skank in the stolen car with a shattered windshield is trying to keep up and take little fucking alleyways. And- oh, shit! Goddamn farm cars! Goddamn farm cars! <laughs> so, uh, they're, they're going along, and the cops are, like, kind of catching until Skank comes out of an alley. Like, he's driving down the alley, and he sees T-Bird going by. He's like, oh, goddamn T-Bird! <laughs> and then as he comes out, that's when the cops come and fucking... T-bone him. Ah. And he, he takes out the cops unknowingly. And so the crow and T-Bird get away. And uh, so we find out here that the gang was sent there because Shelly was trying to stop an eviction. 
They were trying to get everybody out of this building. And Shelly was leading like a, a tenant revolution to not get evicted from their own building. That's what you get. And so they were sent there to scare her into... Department of Housing. Home violations. Safety hazards. Place looks fine to me. Let's redecorate. With your blood. Yeah. I'm going to spill some blood. Some blood. I can finally put my knife back. It's been, uh, it's been out for five years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just carrying it around this whole time. Can you imagine? So you so, just stab someone to, so I can put it away. It's like yeah, you had to. So why, fucking even yourself, just like a little cut on your arms. Like, goddamn, finally I can put it back. Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, comes home, his arms all bloody. His wife's like, "Did you pull your blade out again you on that? Pull it out again? <laughs> fell out. I don't know what to do." <sighs> did you tell someone to fuck a goat again? <laughs> I did. Hey, did he fuck the goat? No, because you didn't have a goat with you. Well, you go fuck a goat. You always make sure you have a blade, but <laughs> you, you never have a goat. You always say, tell me fuck a goat. You go fuck a goat. Where do you think I say? Where do you think I got it from? From you. I learned from watching you. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. Oh, Jesus. You go fuck a goat. You fuck a goat. I fuck lamb. I wish I could. Maybe I'd come then. You fucking... Oh! You to another level. Damn. All right. So anyway, the game... I stab you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna spill blood. Time twice. to spill some blood from fucking uh, uh, Brooklyn. And they are in New York. So so now T Bird recognizes him. He knows, oh, you're asking about that bitch and this this night and the whatever and the shits. It's like the whatever in the shits. Yeah, the whatever in the dude, shits. That, those guys are playing ACL. <laughs> oh, whatever in the shits. <laughs> That's actually a good band name. Not whatever bad. in the shits. Not bad. Hey, I'm whatever and these are the shits. <laughs> we are whatever in the shits. Thank you. Good night. After you do like your twenty minute jam closer song, yeah, where every you introduce everybody and they do a solo for yeah, five yeah, minutes exactly. each, exactly, and then you fucking harmonize solos and then you do the big ding 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 down. We are whatever in the shits. Thank you. Good night, ACL. We love you. Next up. Next up is Nas and the Bloody Blades, or whatever. All right, so Nas, Nods, and the <laughs> and the Bloody Blades and the Bloody Blades. I like Bloody Blades. That's pretty bloody sweet. Blades. All right, so T Bird finally recognizes him, and he goes, "We threw you out the window, man. There ain't no coming back. There ain't no coming back, this, with that, man. This is the really real world. The really real world." He says, "There ain't no coming back." Coming back. This is the really real world. There ain't no coming back. We killed your dad. There ain't no, no coming back. back. And he says this as he's duct taping him to the driver's seat, duct taping his head to the mm-hmm. headrest of the seat. You fucking whore. Yeah, okay. Well, you're going to die, so bye. If he said that, like, <laughs> uh, thing about his daughter, you're like, I'm fucking wrapping his mouth shut. Yeah, right. <laughs> So keep talking. Then he uh, he sends him speeding off. He, like he has a trunk full of explosives. Does I mean th- this car is going up? Now was sure. it in there before, or did he acquire those? I would imagine it was, since what Tiber does on Devil's Night is blows up, go stuff. around and blow shit up. Yeah. So I'm sure he's utilizing Tiber's own arsenal. And he fucking what did he put a brick or something down? Yes, yeah, on the gas pedal. On the gas pedal, so it just speeds 
And well, then, it was in park first. Yeah, and he shit like puts it into drive. So goes, does that work, boys? Does, I don't think you can shift out of like when you're on the pedal. I think some of car, at least a lot of car. Maybe maybe this is a '93 it's, thing. It's a, yeah. Well, well, no, but this car, this is an old '60s muscle car. So you can just fucking hit oh, that. Of course, and move that's the what you did. You fucking stood on the brakes and let it <laughs> fucking start melting rubber, and then you dropped it down into drive and fucking took off. That's how you drag race, dude. Okay. Take it I, easy. I say having absolutely no idea how that works, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, he go he goes off and just blows the fuck up like huge old explosion, and uh, then he does the thing where he drops drops a match down, lights some grass, it's gas, not grass, lights the gas, and it goes into the uh, the crow shape. Which he also drew in blood after he killed Tintin <laughs> on the wall. Yeah. I thought about that. He, when he leave, but he, he used just like a, a Zippo fluid, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, that will work for a couple seconds. Like a second or two. The, the way, that, the way this yeah. went up and looked all theatrical and beautiful definitely wouldn't have worked with Zippo fluid. But it, worked, it was a great fucking shot and it looked cool as shit. I don't think he left a crow sign at Fun Boy when he was full of morphine needles. Because he left it on the wall for Tintin, but I don't think he did it with uh, Fun Boy, but he did it here with T-Bird. How did he kill Fun Boy? He killed, he just stabbed all the fucking morphine needles in his chest. And Tony Todd came up. Oh, and yeah. That's when he, he jumped out the window. About stabbed him in all his major organs that in was alphabetical t- order. Tintin. Uh, Fun Boy just got fucking like 10 syringes into his solar plexus. I, I guess I missed that point. That uh, but I don't think there was any crow Because I did like, see the part where his, he goes... Uh, idea you know where he's got the the syringe in his up to his eyes and he's yeah. going like oh, God, no yeah idea. but then like when tony todd is downstairs talking to gideon and darla runs out freaking out tony Todd's like let me go investigate that and goes upstairs and that's when he sees fun boy lying there with all the syringes and he looks over and that's when uh brandon lee's jumping out the window why doesn't why does the crow get to like pick out the way these guys die like it should be a proportionate sort of death to what happens. So he has to rape them to death. I'm, he has I'm to rape just saying, all four like, of these guys. To what death? makes this guy think he can just go out and kill anybody the way you know, in probably a worse way, make them feel worse? Like he needs. You should have a proportional death to the one that you gave to somebody else. So yeah, raping and throwing out a window, he should do to every single one of them. Like rape the shit out of them. Like mercy. Like there's no mercy here. Talk right. <laughs> talk, 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 talk correct, correct talk or correct. get with right. lows. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, again, there was the there was the it's continuity there. The, the plot point of the crow only helping him when he's specifically getting vengeance back, but nothing about the crow dictating how he gets. His what if he didn't back. like want to do anything? He's like, thanks, crow, and he just wants to hang out. Now he's alive, and he can like you know <laughs> eat and fuck again. I, then the crow be like, dude, crow's like, come ah, on. Ah, ah, ah. I've got a bird life to lead here. What the fuck? Come on. Like, uh, I don't know. He's trying to talk to you. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to do that kind of shit, Crow. But that's it's inappropriate. I know that you helped me, but you don't need to keep bringing it up. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a whole different kind of thing. I'm dead. I'm like not alive. I can go do cool things now. Like, I, do you want me to go kill people? Oh, he says yeah. So, all right. <laughs> oh, that that so that's what we're that's what we're here for. Well, I mean, I don't see how that's to do anything. Anything. I mean, you, you those were leftovers in the fridge, and leftovers <laughs> means I can eat them. 
if they're in there, they're free game for you anybody who wants to eat them. I didn't see you write your name on them. I know you don't have fingers, but there's no reason why you, you couldn't have like like hit it with your beak a few times and like could have put your name into that styrofoam. It's Absol- styrofoam. Come Absolutely. On. Like other Brandon Lee over here agrees with me. Why don't you get it? You want me out of your apartment? You don't even speak English. You don't even have a job. How are you paying rent, Crow Raven? Yeah, that 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 that, that is not sustainable. <laughs> All right, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, so now Tony Tony Todd goes to visit the graves because he he's got the names he knows what's going on he goes and he sees like Eric Draven's grave is is completely busted open lid of the casket like thrown out on the ground how in the fuck has nobody noticed I know it's in a grave where's the groundskeeper that like somebody would have seen this fucking busted open from the inside fucking grave at some goddamn point. But Tony Todd's piecing it together, right? So next morning, next morning, Halloween morning, Darla's trying to make breakfast, right? Sarah? All Hollows mourn. Is that right? Sure. If All um, Hollows Eve, All Hollows Night. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It would be All, all Hollows mourn. mourn, which is another band playing the 1990s, <sighs> no, the 2000s, 1993 Lollapalooza <laughs> in. 2021. All Hollows more, yeah, maybe Lilith Fair. I don't know. Lilith Fair. It's an all woman like witch band. <laughs> well, they do mostly covers of like it? Heart and Fleetwood Mac songs, but none of the Lindsay songs. What's his name? Lindsay. Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah, yeah Buck. No, none of the Buckingham songs. Just the Stevie Nicks and, yeah. Chris, and Christy McVie songs. Fuck Buckingham. They all did. That's actually one of their songs. <laughs> they all actually did. That's one of their songs. Oh my god! I know you're not into Flight of the Concords, but it was one of the best gags they ever fucking had when Jermaine is dating Brett's ex girlfriend, and their manager's like, "You can't, you can't date your bandmate's ex girlfriends, or yeah, you, you fucking end up with a Fleetwood Mac situation with the love triangle." Although four of them, so I guess a love square. Yeah. You know, that's what happened to that album. And Brett goes, rumors? No, it's all true. It's all true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fucking good. Good, just a whole, just one joke after another. Brilliant. So, anyway, Darla's... Yeah, none of them hit, man. That's, no, they all hit. It's a, it's a magic. Oh, they hit hard. They slap. Those jokes slap. They slap so hard, you don't even know. They're slapping. You just got slapped too hard to realize. Yeah. All right, so Darla's trying to make breakfast, for fuck's sake. And she's talking to Sarah about, how do you take your eggs? Like, I don't even fucking eat eggs anymore, Darla. Not since I was like five. Darla. And she keeps doing that snide little Darla. And she's like, okay, fucking, fucking never mind. And she's going to go through the eggs. She's like, I was never good at this mom shit anyway. And she's like, oh, over easy. I like them over easy. And Darla's like, okay, yeah, you know, somebody woke me up and I'm not on drugs right now. And I'm going to try to be good now because someone squeezed morphine out of my arm. He's a guardian angel. Goddamn right. He's making things all right. So now Skank is a top dollars fucking loft apartment thing retelling his part of the story, right? And then he fuck fuck fire fuck got a teamer to fuck bloom right up. Look at this for you, teamer. Fire him, fire him, fire him. And see, and Skank's just freaking out. And this is when Toddler was like, I feel we should record this and play it in slow motion just to understand it. Uh got it. So now we get the second second rooftop solo, and this is where he's shredding. And this is awful. 
awful hand matching. Because the the guitar part on the second solo is like, and his his fingers are not. They're not not doing anything. Not doing any. They're not not moving at the same speed. They're just like, I I can just wiggle my fingers in the air randomly, and you can just put that to a soundtrack of anything apparently. Because that's that's all the fucking fucks we care about making this work. It it's disgusting. It's disgusting, and I won't stand for it. But he does end it all by smashing the fuck out of his guitar on a rooftop, which is cool. Smashing your guitar is cool. Smashing it on a rooftop, ultimate cool. No, well, it's he's never sm- been cool. He ultimate smashed cool. it on the amp, didn't he? Yeah. Like, that was he the took first it all hit. out. Yeah. Took it all out. Ultimate cool. Why? Super cool. No. Why? He was mad that my fingers aren't actually playing what's being played. I'm so pissed off right now. What's that video of that old guy <laughs> playing his guitar? And it's like, da, 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 da. Fucking fuck. And he punches his fingers. He's like, these black bastards aren't working for me. I feel like that a lot, especially lately since I haven't been playing guitar much. I'm like, I used to be able to do this. Oh, fuck. So I'm like, back to this is G. <laughs> this is a chord. Here's a second chord. I'm like a folk musician now. After all the things I've done on the guitar, this is what I do now. Have you tried wrapping your hands in electrical tape? I have not. That's a good it idea. Seems to work for for Draven. Yeah, it seems to. Oh, here we go. Had a fucking north. Of course, that's fucking Charles cor- Bronson. Of course, he's Scottish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking guitar's a cunt. I'm just gonna do the other ones. It's a fucking cunt. I'm just gonna do the other songs. All right, all right. I'm not fucking doing that. Let's move on with this movie. All right, so. No. Smashing the guitar. All right, now Top Dollar has his has his super super bad guy meeting. Right, we get the giant boardroom. They're all sitting around this table. It's like the um. Uh, in Batman, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes, except Jack Nicholson doesn't handshake or electrocute a guy to death. <laughs> goes, Hot time in the old town tonight. <laughs> or any of that. He just uh, hangs out and he's like, I'm sick and tired of Devil's Night. We've, we've been burning fire. He has a whole speech about a man. A man has an idea. Mm. And then that idea becomes an institution. And Devil's Night has become an institution. And I'm like, okay, so you you don't want us to start... Man has an idea. The idea attracts others. Like-minded. Like-minded. The idea expands. The idea becomes an institution. What was the idea? See, that's what's been bothering me, boys. Hey, All right, so basically... They're like, oh, so you, you you don't want us to start fires? He's like, I want you to set the whole goddamn city on fire. I'm bored with Devil's Night. We got to make it exciting again, goddammit. I want you to put a smile on my face. He is very Joker-like. For sure. Make Devil's Night exciting again. Yes. <laughs> and so then and then he goes up to, I mean, and, and it's awesome because it's it's such a generic setup of this long, super long fucking boardroom table. And there's just guns and money and drug and just shit all on the table. Just all just sitting out there. Like any of these guys would be so haphazard with their guns, money or drugs, any of them that they would just have them thrown out across the table, just hanging out there. 
but whatever. So then he's like going through his speech and he gets to skank and he's like, you know, I need to feel energy. We need to feel excitement. Don't you feel that? What do you feel? And he looks at skank, skank. I feel like a little tiny worm on a big fucking hook. You don't feel that? I feel like a little worm on a big fucking hook. <laughs> big fucking hook. I feel like a little worm on a big fucking hook. Well, you hear that? Yeah, hear that. Uh, so then that's when Eric crashes the party and he comes walking up and, and, uh, top dollars talking to him and he's like, Hey, I just want him. That's it. Just give me him. Well, I can't do that. Well, then I guess you've, uh, made your choice then, haven't you? Well, ah, fuck, you're boring me already. Fucking kill him. And they all open mm-hmm. fire. All like fucking 40 guys in this, at this table shoot him and he falls off the table and one of them goes, walks around to the end of the table to find the body and he's gone. gone. (laughs) And so then he starts fucking taking them out one by one, right? He's just fucking making his way down, taking all these motherfuckers out because he's invincible. Like shooting them, killing them, fucking them up, fighting them, just all of these goons. And it's a, amazing amazing fucking action scene it's really fucking cool and he gets like obviously top dollar escapes uh so gets all of the random goons out of way throwing them out of windows shooting them breaking necks stabbing fucking killing all these people until there's only skank left he gets up to skank and just fucking throws his ass right out the window and in skank. And that's the end of it. That should be the end of his story. That's the, that's the last. He should technically go back to the grave and rest. That's right. That's it. That's all I need to do. That's all I needed. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? Why right. does he get to all of a sudden? And he took them out. He, he took them out in the order they raped Shelly. What? Yeah. Because uh, Fun Boy was going for it and Tintin like butted in and said, no, I'm going to go first. Uh, so Tintin was first, then Fun Boy, then T Bird, and Skank was why last. Why do you keep track of that? They, that's how it was set up at the movie. That's yeah, why. But he, why did you keep track of that? That's how he. That's why he kills them in this order. That's the fucking part of the plot of the movie. That's a stupid reason. I would just kill any the, anyone that I ran into first. He did. Like, that, did he come to a point where, like, he? It perfectly happened for him. By the way, it perfectly happened it where did work out conveniently right? that he killed them in that order. What if yeah. he met fucking T Bird before he met like Skank or oh, something? Oh, I can't. I can't kill you yet. Not but, yet, oh, man. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you so hard. This is why I think he should have just raped him as he found him, <laughs> and then kill them, throw him off a building. Because that would have been the just way for the, every single yeah, one of them to yeah, die. Yeah, well, you know, man, then you need to go talk back to whoever. He doesn't comic, call. Comic book writer guy. Fucking, he had, we, we reached out to him and he could not be reached out at the by the time of this could not uh, be, filming could not, here. Could not be reached out to? Yeah, what is it? Uh, <laughs> we reached out for comment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he so, didn't immediately get so back to he, us. He fucking throws Skank out. Now he kills Skank. Cops are showing up. Swarm in the building. He makes a big grand getaway as the cops are coming in, right? So, and that should be the end. And it's it's kind of about to be the end. But Bai Ling, stupid goddamn fucking Bai Ling is like, oh, the crow is his source of power. The yeah, crow. she like killed, she killed got the, that. Kill the crow, kill the man. Somehow she figured that out. Kill the crow, kill the man. It's like, well, that's all I need to hear. My Yoko Ono decided that the crow <laughs> was the power, so I got to do that. My sister wife loves my, me. My sister wife. Yeah, uh, we don't even put a step in it like they do in them porn videos. That's how taboo we are. That's right. We, we do the real fuck. thing. 
Because yeah, he was real that, sister. He, was, fuck he, it. he says that to Gideon's like my sister, and Gideon's like, yeah, my dad. That's your sister, and he goes, my dad's daughter. Yup, yup. So they got I'm your sister. They got I'm different mothers, but they're the yeah same dad. So they are half siblings. And they are absolutely one hundred percent. And they were even have a threesome where they fuck another woman to death and cut her eyes out. Yeah, these are some fucking crazy people. Well, you know we ain't technically well, related, we but when we're related. Name it, when your name is Top Dollar, you know you really gotta fucking up the ante on how fucking crazy you get. You got Was it. it uh, is it Idiocracy where the guy's name is is it Upgrade? With yeah, two with D's. The, with the double dose of double pimpin'. D. Yeah. I just I don't know just the name uh, Idiocracy. I know Idiocracy, but yeah. I don't remember. Is that not upgrade. in the rewatch? It should be. Well, it, I'm officially going to it's put on that the, on the it's rewatch. On the, it's on the wish list. It should be okay. in the rewatch. Well, right. I have a digital copy of it, and if I give you access to it, that becomes has to be standard de- standard def DVD. That's bro. bullshit. Because every Andrew single Devin. time I've like I've watched every single one of your damn movies on, on, on <laughs> yeah, but we're not rewatching your goddamn movie collection, are we? Yeah, but we're not. But I'm exactly. making it part of your collection because you're like an old school guy. I don't even own a computer yet. I know. What the fuck's wrong Isn't that with you? Awesome. You don't that- even own a computer. No. That's what I'm saying. God damn. He called me. He's like, what kind of computer should I get? Well, how, do I, how do I make recordings? <laughs> how do I record my guitar on <laughs> do the? I, do I need to get? Fruit Loops or what? He's like, God, dude, Jesus. He's like, what do I gotta get? Captain Crunch (laughs) or something? (laughs) Well, Fruit Loops is a recording program. It was in the nineties, right? So is Fruity Loops. Oh, Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops. Anyway, goddamn it. All right, get some Frosted Mini Wheats instead. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I'm Nick Ryder. I don't know anything about computers. I'm gonna unfrost your flakes, bitch. Uh, Okay, take it easy then. (laughs) Hey, I I could kill you with these Frosted Flakes. Oh yeah. Well, when I just sit there and let that happen. I'll cut you in the face. Bullet to the head. All right. So. Bullet to the head. Eric goes back to the grave because his mission is done. He's going back to the grave to return to the grave. Yep. Right. Sarah's there and she's saying, he's like, you weren't going to say goodbye. You were never going to say goodbye. It's like, well, I'm here now. We can say goodbye. He's like, you can stop being a fucking whiny little bitch and realize that I came back from the dead to do a fucking thing and you got to see me again and you're all fucking okay now. Jesus Christ, could you be okay with that? No, you needy little bitch. Here, <laughs> here's a ring. Shelly wants you to have it or what the fuck ever. God damn. God damn. About like that. So Sarah's like, oh, cool. Thanks for the ring and walks off and gets immediately grabbed by Tony Todd because the devil is always there, folks. If you're hanging out in the cemetery, the devil is always there. He's always right there. He's also in the pudding. Oh. And the details. And the details. Oh. Proof is in the pudding. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Devil's in the details. But I guess pudding can have details. So, I mean, if you want to mash it all up, which pudding is mashed. So, I, I'm, I'm trying to help you, Brandon. So, <laughs> he grabs Sarah and takes her into the church, which I'm pretty sure the devil can't go into the church. But Tony Todd does it anyway. And drags her into this church, right? And so Crow Vision clues him in, and he he's, he's like, "Oh no, Sarah's kidnapped!" And it's like, "This is not. This has nothing to do with me anymore because my afterlife quest is complete now." But I'm gonna go into this church and deal with it anyway. So goes in, and uh, the crow like lands on a pew, and, pew, pew. and Tony Todd fucking snipes it. Whew. Gotcha, bird. Bye-bye, God, birdie. Gotcha, fucking bird. So then Eric, Eric's uh, hanging out, and Top Dollar has another one of my absolute favorite lines of this movie. Let me do a quick impression for you. Caw, 
call bang fuck i'm dead awesome because that's you know we shot your bird motherfucks what are you saying but the fact that he does it in such a theatrical way i goddamn love it and it has stood out to it me it sounds like you love it since the 90s it has stood out you so love much. it you love it enough for all three of us that's and that's a lot and that's all that we need that's, that's all, all that we, we need, need right now so the will, crow- it, will it translate into rewatches Find <laughs> we'll out. have to see. Find out soon. So the crow's alive. It's wounded, but it's alive. Yeah. All right. But since the crow is wounded, that means Eric can be wounded. Well, he's not immortal anymore. So isn't he, the crow technically able to heal itself? I mean, the crow heals like crows heal, I guess. So once it heals, then Eric's cool. Why doesn't the crow have special crow healing? Because it's just a fucking bird, man. What? You don't you didn't read the rules? You didn't read the book? I I I I did. That's how I know that if the crow's wounded, you can be wounded. The book. <laughs> all right. All right. Go ahead. The movie book. rules. The book. Movie rules. This movie does not rule. I'm saying that the movie rules dictate that dictate. if the crow is wounded, then you can also be wounded. Yeah, it's which is Chekhov's, why I, I got it. It's Chekhov's crow. I've read about it in, in che- history. Che- did you say Chekhov? <laughs> I'm checking off crow. I'm just checking off crow, checking off this crow, checking off that, <laughs> checking off all sorts of crows. I'm just checking things off. <laughs> it's che- <laughs> I, I, I was referring to che- Chekhov's, Chekhov's. Chekhov's gun. Yeah, but it, Chekhov's crow. Yeah, Chekhov's yeah, I, crow. I, I, I mean, did you get with my joke? You get it? Waka freaking Waka? <laughs> God damn. Back can, to the movie. We, yeah. Can we finish this? The fuck are right. we blathering about? So when Top Dollar shoots him in the shoulder, yeah, that's when he's like, oh, fuck, that hurts. Oh, I'm not healing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then Top Dollar like punches him, beats him up, beats him up pretty good. Yep. So Ernie Hudson shows up, starts shooting people. Big old shootout, you know. Uh, they're going up the the stairwell, the up you know the 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 fucking bell tower, st- just like in fucking Batman. Well, this looks like the end of uh, Batman. No, this looks like the end of Notre, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. It looks like it's like the cathedral oh, at Notre Dame. Could be with the hanging gargoyles and the the and yeah. giant and rain how, gutters. How, on why top would of you church? build your stairway stairway up around the 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 outside cavity that is where the bell hangs? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense, but that's what it is. So they're going up, and uh, Ernie Hudson gets clipped by Bai Ling, of all people. Like, he's taking out all the goons and all the guys, and then Bai Ling is the one that fucking shoots him? That's fucking bullshit. And so then he's looking at fucking Eric. He's like, I, th- I thought I thought you were immortal. And he's like, yeah, well, turns out I'm I'm not anymore. Yeah, turns out. Yeah, well, hold on. Turns out. Uh, Why does it sound like you're be- like he's Beetlejuice? Yeah, or now he's like <laughs> this is a crow the Beetlejuice now, King of the Hill character, some extra or something. Man, so yeah. Byling's carrying around this the fucking crow because she's stupid. Like, c- kill it. You know, it's you need to kill it so you can kill. Well, this they want to harvest the the power somehow. She thinks she can take the eyes out, but instead the crow takes her eyes out. It fucking. Ah! fucking pecks her eyes out and claws wee, her face wee, up wee, and, wee. and goes all Alfred Hitchcock birds on her bitch ass. It's like, hey, guess what? You act like shit. You act like shit. You act like shit. And then she falls down the stairwell like the fucking one dude that Batman beats up in 
Batman that falls all the way down the stairwell. Hits every ugly oh, branch on the every way down. Every ugly branch all the way down. So Eric gets up to the to the roof, right? And Top Dollar's standing there with Sarah. And he's like, just fucking let her go, man. It's me you want. I'm right here. Fucking leave the little girl alone, man. Man. And he's like, okay, good idea. And he just fucking throws her off to the side. Good idea. <laughs> and she slides down and catches herself, which is, you know. He could have thrown her a little bit harder and she wouldn't yeah. have had a chance to hold on. Yeah. That would have been he, the end of him real so, quick. So there's a bit of a sword fight. Uh, Top Doll, of course, has a sword because he just came from the filming of Three Musketeers. And uh, well, I think he's a fencer. I think that's he's like a definitely a fencer. Like he's, he's a f- offensive. Oh, ah, bad joke. But uh, but still better than most jokes you'd make. Oh, God damn. <laughs> you, man. So Eric Draven gets like a lightning rod. Like he re- rips a lightning rod off the top of the church. And as it what, gets shocked with lightning. And, too. And yes. As it gets hit with lightning. I mean, I know I understand the dramatic effect, but if you grab a lightning rod as it gets hit with lightning, you were dead. You're just fucking dead. Yeah. Especially since your source of power is wounded and you're not immortal anymore. You're fucking dead. He got bit. <laughs> yeah, you definitely say, right? Definitely got bit. He got he bit. Definitely. You get bit like that. You, you ain't getting loose. You didn't get bit. You got chomped. You got chomped. <laughs> you got fucking chomped. And as Osha uh, would say, you died. As Osha, Osha would. Yeah. Uh, why was this guy grabbing a lightning rod? Is anybody going to explain why there was? Well, a first of all, I need to know. Was he wearing his harness? Did he have his PPE on? <laughs> Did he have his harness? Was it okay? He he had the vest on. He had the the harness. Did he was it connected to anything? Did he have his hot suit to be able to handle the voltage of dealing with lightning strikes? Oh, so he did. So what they why keep going his, on and why on. Why does and on. his body not have it now? You took it off. Of, so you dealt with the dead body afterwards. Is this what So we need to bring in another department. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking OSHA, man. Yeah, so he get anyway, he gets a lightning rod and he's sword fighting with a lightning rod. And uh he's no match for top dog because again, Brandon fencing champion. Brandon Lee is not an actual hero. He's not a fighter. So he's Deadpool. Well, Deadpool at least is, knows how to fight and do stuff. This, well, he's got the he's got the same power as Deadpool. Well, yeah, he's got the same power as Deadpool. But like, I like he doesn't have any like big fight scenes because he's not a fighter. He was a musician, so he doesn't know how to like jump around and fucking flip kick and do all crazy shit. They don't put any of that in here because he's not a fighter. He's a writer, exactly. <laughs> so he a nick writer. <laughs> he gets bested pretty quickly in the, in the sword fight, right? And even get stabbed through the gut. Right through the gut. And he's laying there like gasping, uh, like, oh, fuck, you fucking, you run me through, you yeah. run me through. And Top Dollar comes up, like, you waving, dirty the, motherfucker. waving the sword, like, I'm going to kill you. He's like, I have something I want to give you. And, and he grabs Top Dollar by the head. <sighs> and he's like, 30 hours worth of pain. All of, that's why Ernie Hudson was there. The whole 30 hours was so that he could get that, Pain memory. He learned all of a sudden how he can transfer. And now he transferred it. Yeah. He learned how he could. What was it? Polytech, poor, Psycho. Psychotech. Poly. Psycho photo. Psychosomatic attic insane. Yeah, that's right. Breathe the pressure. Whatever it was, he he reverse does that into Top Dollar. He should have done that to every one of the ones that got raped. Yeah. That way he didn't have to rape them. He's like, here's 30 hours of pain. 
all at once. And he fucking hits top dollar with it. Who like goes, oh, oh my God. And, and falls off and lands on a gargoyle. And gets, gets gargoyled. Actual sounds from the movie. I was. That was a clip. And so he, he, he's able to save Sarah. And they get back to the graves and have another heartfelt moment. And he's laying there like, I'm dying again. I'm dying. Uh, and Shelly <coughs> comes, comes out of nowhere and is like, okay, now I'm going to take you back to the afterlife. Closer, Shelly. Closer. I want to fuck you like an animal. <laughs> I was thinking like Trent Reznor is things closer, like right now. Yeah. Not closer? Yeah. <laughs> you can bring me closer to God. <laughs> like he'd say something like really, pr- yeah. like Nine Inch Nails Cure or something. Yeah. Friday, I'm in love. Or, no, and it worked. And he'd be like, <laughs> I <laughs> hurt myself today. It sounds a little bit like Shatner in there. Too. To see if I could kill a guy. What are you okay? <laughs> Eric, are you okay? You sound like William I Shatner. tried to focus on the pain. <laughs> what pain are you in? Are you okay? The only thing that's real closer. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to fuck like an animal or what? Otherwise, I'm dying. Like she's, He's dead now. And she's like, I thought you wanted to run. Yeah, <laughs> wait, wait. You got me all wet? You, your dick's all noodly now. <sighs> pushing rope. Pushing, 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 pushing dead rope. It's like you're trying to pack a pipe over here. Dead rope is it's not doing anybody any favors. Like, wait, I... Now I got to wait for rigor mortis to set in. God damn. <laughs> okay, that's the most disgusting joke we've just had get that yet. get get grab something. We'll tie it tie it like a fucking tourniquet over here. <laughs> Woo! It's gross. Is that All the right. end of the movie? So the end of the movie is Shelley shows up and takes him back to the land of the dead. Shelley and- shows up. Yeah, Shelly, Shelly, his his fiance, and Sarah has a little like, oh yeah, some kind of closing narration, some bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. But yeah, that's the end of the movie. Is bullshit, 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 bullshit. I'm Alvin Snowden. Oh yeah, bullshit, oh we're gonna get bullshit. there. That's definitely the rewatch. But so that's anyway. That's the end of the movie. That's the end of the crow. Yay, Shelly! Come on, come on, come on, come on, Shelly! <laughs> oh, God, there are absolutely zero people who will get that. Our fucking third host doesn't even get that joke. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's go around the horn. Let's talk about The Crow. Let's talk about The Crow here. Okay, so I've never watched The Crow, I, although it's been in, like, it's been something that I've heard about for as long as possible, right? For as long as possible. As long as possible. And I always thought it'd be like a uh, F word uh, movie, a you An know F word movie, F word emo movie, uh, F word like uh, like a Gaysler. Ah, okay. Um, I just didn't want to be offensive at all. You know, I'm I trying not I, to be more offensive. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate that. I do. Uh, I have a coworker that says that a lot, and I'm like F word. God damn it! He like, throws yeah. the fag around. Yeah, I just it. Can you ah, give me his number? I. I I'm still like, uh, Sounds like nope, a good guy. I don't, I don't I don't like that word Great either. Guy. That that word that word doesn't sit right. I don't like hearing it. I don't like it. Anyway, so you always thought it would be a uh, f uh, faggy movie, but uh, and then you fucking <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It's 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 worth the watch. I think it's worth watching it once, 
Uh, it leaves you sort of it's like, why does he do that? Why did with the makeup? Why this? Why that? I didn't know it was a comic book movie, so that sort of makes sense uh, in a lot of things. Like, why the Raven? Didn't why didn't they call it the Raven? Time. So I was sort of in my head a lot in this movie and not really trying to think about the movie itself. But it, it's still weird. I, all these things we talked about, why did he get to just like kill anybody the way he wanted to kill? Because he killed other people too. He didn't kill he did, just yeah. the four people that raped him. Uh, and he didn't even get raped. So like, well, I don't know why he's like, like only one of those guys killed him and he's avenging other people's deaths. Uh, like, Why did he come back and not Shelly come back? You see, I was in my head a lot. Shelly should have come back. And then she could have raped them. Have a female crow, yeah. Like a woman ghost raping you? Like just ghost pegging? Ghost, ghost like pegging? Fucking you. She has like a giant spiked ass fucking dong that she straps on and just... As you can oh, see, yeah. these are Fire much... It just fucking Fire goes it to up. town. Fire it up now, T-Bird. Fire this up. All these ideas for movies still better than The Crow. So I think this is worth really? a watch. Worth a watch. But not, but not a, a rewatch. watch mm. Interesting. All right. Interesting. And that's everyone actually comes to the show for my opinion. They do. I, I've been getting a lot of uh, emails about that, how we only care about Lotus' opinion. <laughs> yeah. It's working, dude. Those, uh, those <laughs> yeah. email farms. It's working, dude. It's working, dude. Yeah. All right, Brandon. Uh, I'd never seen this movie before. I was definitely really? aware of it. Yeah, I was Damn. definitely aware of it. You know, I knew the whole like backstory. Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's kid, got killed during the filming. Blah 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 blah. Um, <laughs> that old chestnut. Kind of a you know, it's like a. <laughs> I mean, it's a cult classic. Yeah, for sure. And for sure. I was under the impression cult classics, while not very well like popularity well received, still good among a certain small sect of people. However, this movie is just absolute shit. Damn. Like, wow. An absolutely fucking terrible movie. Damn. I'd rather watch Birds of Prey. Than no. This movie. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It's, You're going that far? It's, it's a shitty movie, dude. Wow. It's a shitty movie. Wow. Birds of Prey did suck. Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah, so we all agree on that, but is this worse than Birds of Prey? I don't yeah. think it's worse than Birds no, of Prey. Oh, man. That's damn. pretty. I didn't like this movie at all. All right, so not really. He was like, no. Fuck you, dude. It was just, it was just stupid. It's well, a comic book movie. It's fucking stupid. Well, okay, so we need to start a new category. You got the rewatchable category and then fuck you, Nick category. Would this yeah. be one of those movies? Where you this would be a fuck, fuck you, Nick movie. Damn. This yeah. one's not a fuck you, Nick movie. Because it's worth right. the watch, but not the rewatch. Right. Yeah, I was just under the impression it was at least somewhat good. In, in I mean, my it, opinion, it wasn't. <laughs> comes back from the it dead. It suck, but and, it's a yeah. comic book people? movie. Yeah. You gotta, Man. It's fucking terrible, dude. All okay. right. Well, Jeez, all right. I, I did watch this like when it came out. Like I have seen this a lot since He 94. was 20 when it came out, by the way. <laughs> okay. All right. That's that fucking, says a lot. That says a lot. I'm not that bad old motherfucker. Uh, One old ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I always enjoyed this. Like I, I saw the plot holes even early on, you know, in the night watching it when it was like this cool, exciting thing. And it was like the, the, the pinnacle of fucking special effects and all the shit. Like in 1994, this was a big fucking deal, this movie. And, but I remember even being like, but why? Cause Kurt Cobain killed himself that but, year. But why is he doing the shit at the end? Like what? That shit at why the end. Why is he doing Beyond the Revenge? What? I mean, and so yeah. I remember that. But I always, I don't know. I always liked. I thought there were there were a lot of great lines. Uh, really stand out. 
staple action scenes, like things that in my head have have stood out greatly. What so, if they ended the movie right as she was getting kidnapped? You know, like in like, like a like, sequel setup. Like he's closing the casket, and then she gets kidnapped. Yeah, and, and then it's like. The scroll instead of until next time was like nothing he can do because he already finished his story and now she's just fucked. Talk correct. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> probably better movie. Probably, probably a little probably better because you know been a little shorter. But uh, no, I fucking I love this movie. I really really enjoy this one. Uh, so I guess one out of fucking three. Jesus. Yeah. And you even made a prediction about this. I did. Movie. I did. I sent a, a group chat out uh, about it and. Uh, God damn, I was way off. What made you I think that really I would like off. this movie? I just thought, I don't know, it's, it's dark and it's 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 interesting enough. And I, I don't know, I figured it'd be like, it's stupid, but it's interesting. And it's got a, here's a basic premise and we have some cool scenes. And it's just, here's this scene, here's this scene. And you just What episode is this? 40, I think it'll be 48. I think 47, 48. I have like less than 10 Actual rewatches. <laughs> you hate my taste in movies. <laughs> no, I don't hate them. I like that you like have such a different taste eclectic. in movies as me. I wouldn't say eclectic, but I'd say I mean, different it's taste. All over the, we've gone from Clash of the it's Titans. Eclectic. It's all over the place. I think it's it's fun to watch the kind of stuff. Uh, uh, my significant other watches uh, half of these movies with me, and she's like, what the fuck? Why does he have these movies in his collection? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's wrong with him? I'm like, I don't know. He just has movies. I, I mean, And I, I will admit, a lot of these are that I saw them growing up so a lot of it is just tied to i don't know that part of my childhood or that part of whatever like i like cobra because i grew up watching it because hey, like me because my older brother liked it you know like Fuck i love, your older I love stallone Slay. but that's definitely not a good stallone movie as far as so there are a lot of things that is just like i grew up and and the people i looked up to thought it was cool so automatically i thought it was yeah. cool so i grew up thinking it was cool yeah. so and I feel that goes like there are a lot of songs that you love or there's a lot of anything that you love that, you know, OK, it's actually shit. But it was I, I came up this person introduced it to me. I learned about it in yeah. that point in my life. And so that's what a lot of my movie collection. I was like, oh, my God, I, I remember that movie. I love that movie. So then I get it on DVD and that's what we're dealing with. Mm. So uh, there are some even I haven't wanted to rewatch that I used to love and obviously owned for a reason. So it does change, but this one, for me at least, holds up. I still would absolutely rewatch The Crow. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, but fine. would you rewatch it out there, you guys, that's listening fine. in Twitter land? Yeah, and- how do you feel about The Crow? What do you think? What, 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 what did you think when you saw it in 1994? Did you enjoy it? Do you still enjoy it? Is it a part of your childhood as well? Mm. Am I Am I really that fucking weird that I'm the only one that enjoys it still? Or maybe you should let us know on Twitter at Their, their Watch Party. Or email us at Their the Watch Party. Their Watch Party. <laughs> the Rewatch Party at gmail.com. Uh, join us next week. Next week? Next week. As we try to cure the plague. That's right. The plague. They're not vague plague. You mean with, the coronavirus? No, the vague plague. The vague plague. The vague plague with Jean-Claude Van Damme by fighting future pirates. Future pirates. In Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching.
arm on a big fucking hook. Welcome to the world of the not too distant future. Get going! Go! A brutal gang is reshaping the world into their own vision of hell. And only one man can stop them. Jean-Claude Van Damme is leading the battle between good and evil. Take them out. As it's never been fought before. He's on a desperate mission to rescue a cyborg who holds the secret for saving the world. Why did you help me? I don't want to see you die. From the dust of destruction rises the warrior of a new age. Say goodbye, my friend. Jean-Claude Van Damme has become the first hero of the 21st century. Ah!